Hey guys, it's Christina. This is Vox and Guest. And I am sitting with both Freaky and Things. We have Freaky Things in the house. Say hello, Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> Chuck and Joe. Chuck. <laughs> I like Chuck. That's your that's your ship name now. You guys are a couple. It's better than Cho, right? Joe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Chuck. Joey. We can be Joey. Joey. I shouldn't change my name. Joey. No, I'm going with Juck. It's 100% Chuck. Juck. So, Juck, Chuck. say hello. Tell everybody what you guys do in the band. Juck. Both of you. <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. Go, Chuck. I play. <laughs> Already off the rails. Already, we're already, I mean, we're already off the rails. Chuck, Chuck why don't you tell everyone what you do first? Chuck, go ahead. Chuck, speak. Well, Joe, Chuck. why don't you tell what you do first? Because <laughs> mine's a laundry list of junk. Okay. So I am the singer and co-writer. That's about everything I do. And then I'm the, you know, face of freaky, I guess. I don't know. You're definitely a face of freaky. <laughs> And I like that. I like that you've now changed your name officially to Juck. This is right. great. <laughs> I'm not things. Okay. Would you rather be? You could be Juck and things if you want. Juck so go ahead, things. Juck. Tell everybody Man, what I'm you things. give. Give everyone your laundry list. I am. I'm. I'm the guitar player. And and that's really it. I'm the guitar player. And and, and the guitar <laughs> player. I I try. I mean, I'm I'm the guitar player. I played. Oh my that's God. it. Oh my God. Oh, let's be honest. Honest. Don't I, he does you all also write? He does all the instruments. Yeah, and does. record and mix and master. And don't you do I, all that too? I don't. He doesn't yeah. really need me. He just brings me along. So. Yeah, I do. I, I'm, we're just doing this. I mean, this is, I really don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> Honestly. It's like, you know, if, if a real person came in here and looked at what I was doing, I'd be, they'd be like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I, I just play guitar and... I don't know about that. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna call bullshit on that one. Well, but no, all right, I, just... I use some drum software and do a little do-do-do-do-do-do and then try to think about what a drummer would do and go, crap, I wish I knew how to play drums. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I can get a friend to play bass... Because even as a guitar player, I still play guitar bass like a guitar player, which sucks. Right. So <laughs> it's like and I'm trying to. It's like I've been doing that for thirty years, and I'm like, I need to play, learn how to play bass like a bass player. <laughs> oh my god! Well, this is quite the intro that we've done here. Juck has really sold themselves. I think um, <laughs> it's like hey, we don't know what I'm the a, fuck we're doing, but an we like it anyway. Guy. You're an honest guy. I appreciate that. All right. You know, we'll get into all of your honesty and I will debate all of that with you in a minute. But I don't know, Juck, if Joe has prepared you for this, but we do like to start every show with an intense, meaningful, important question. Okay. So um, I know, Joe, that we're buddies. You're, you're a big friend of the show and uh, you're sitting there in the chat right now. But I can't be easy on you. You know that. I, I understand. Okay. And I did not prep myself. I totally forgot to prep myself for this. So. Okay. Just, you know, if, if you have loins, gird them because it's happening right now. Toilet paper. No, that's later. Ooh, that's later. <laughs> that's, later. Oh, that's a whole other conversation. No, no. Uh -oh. This is, yeah, this yeah. is uh -oh. equally important, though. This is equally important. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to need you each to answer and defend your positions. Okay. What are the best 
and the worst condiments and why. So ketchup, mustard, mayo, soy sauce, any of it, you have to oh pick. Oh my God, that's so simple. Oh, okay. All right. We have a I big, mean, bold. Like, okay, go you for want it. First, best or worst? Both, whatever you want. Okay, worst, mayonnaise. Okay. Mayonnaise. Yeah, it's white and creamy. I stay the hell away from that stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, everybody's got their own taste, but all right. It's so gross. no no white and creamy for you. No, no white and creamy for me. It's okay. Away. So you are in the anti-mayo camp, but yeah, what is your best condiment then? Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut. Oh, oh yeah. I'll eat a can of sauerkraut. They can sauerkraut? I thought it came in bags. Well, no, it comes in cans and bags, whatever. Whatever. As a kid, I used to like open up a can of sauerkraut and eat it on the way down to my friend's house. That is disgusting, Chuck. Well, I used to eat you. Uh, you guys would drink beer. I'd drink you, who and Reese. No, for some yeah. reason I thought you were going to say you used to eat uterus, and I was like, no. this is taking a weird. You who is less weird, just by a little bit. Okay, okay. So you are anti mayo. But you yeah. will you will go ham, pardon me, the mixed metaphor, on a, on a bag or a can of sauerkraut en route to someone's house. Yes. Okay. So, but why sauerkraut? What's I, so? I don't know. It's it might be about. I it. I just love the way it tastes. I love the. It's crunchy. It's sour. It's kind of sweet. Crowdy. It, yeah. It, okay. You know, it, and it also not too many people think. It's kind of weird, and I'm a little strange. I actually happen to love sauerkraut, so, so I'm yeah, right there with you. I will, I will, I'll have sauerkraut and a little bit of salt on it, and I'm good to go. So, okay, all there right. So no mayo, pro kraut. All right, oh. Joe. Joe. The worst is sauerkraut. Uh, that is the <laughs> absolute worst. I, I can't believe we're friends right now. Uh, you may not be after that. Oh I don't know. That, that's I don't disgusting, know. dude. And, and you eating, I mean, like eating, uh, it's just. Ugh. Oh yeah, so portable the, sauerkraut the is mustard, spicy mustard, any type of mustard um, is absolutely the best. Well, wait, Zarda baked beans would be a condiment because you can put that on a hamburger. No, beans well, are not a condiment. Stop no, they it. Are, no. they are in no. Kansas City. Yeah. Kansas okay. City. Well, maybe, yeah. but I'm 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 calling an audible on that one. Besides, you've already committed to the kraut, so right. we can't we can't I like go with the baked bean thing. That's are there. you changing from, from no, me, and Chuck, me and Chuck are just we're together again so beans. <laughs> you're the beans to his kraut and he's the oh, kraut to your beans this is maybe we should call you freaky beans from now on I don't know <laughs> we could do that oh, we could totally cat's do gonna go crazy there okay look at that freaky beans <laughs> okay so you know I gotta admit Chuck I you threw me with the sauerkraut I don't necessarily well, automatically think of that as a condiment but what else could it be it's not a side dish no it's it's it it's a garnish dogs, but i think no okay it goes okay on, you know, okay it's a okay did you what? say it goes on hamburgers of course no yes you can't do that <laughs> i've only <laughs> ever heard of sauerkraut on a hot dog i'm it's not, sausage i've never heard of that on a hamburger. i've never seen anybody put that i mean on come on sauerkraut goes on a lot of stuff that's gone a grill how the fuck do you grill sauerkraut? Doesn't it just fall through the grill? No, you put it on the tinfoil and heat it up. <laughs> I don't know. You probably eat the tinfoil too, don't you? <laughs> no, he wears it like a hat because yeah. I think at this point that's where we are. But okay, so look at this. We have this is a this is a blockbuster series of revelations here. We have kraut, anti-mayo, 
anti-grout pro mustard seriously we need just little pom-poms for you and some hot pants and you are all over the place that is some <laughs> freaky things right there all right okay listen if you guys in the chat have not figured this out by now these two have been friends since the earth cooled okay so i think i think it's pretty obvious but i want you guys to take me in the way back machine and tell me how each of you got into music in the first place and then how'd you guys hook up and become friends well the older person goes first oh okay so that that will be me uh it's just barbalicious over here wow i mean it's early too <laughs> so i i guess the big thing about me like discovering music um i my dad told me an awesome stories like when i was like really little i mean we me and my brother used to run i mean we would just run run, run everywhere you know okay and um it was at the Mississippi State Fair because that was where my dad. I mean, that was where my dad was. I visit every summer. Your dad uh, lived at went, the Mississippi State Fair, and you visited him there every summer. I mean, we went. I mean, that's where I visited. <laughs> <laughs> he just lives full time. He took me to the Mississippi State Fair. There was some music playing. Gotcha. Because it was the only time I ever just sat there and was. Just oh, like, okay. And he, that he, got he, you like, to focus. Yeah, okay, he, he knew that was it you know, at an early age. So that's kind of where I came from. Yeah. Okay. Musically, you know, and then Elvis and Elvis kiss. I mean, then in the heavy metal, I mean, just went. wait a minute. You cannot Elvis kiss heavy metal. You can't just throw that to Elvis yeah. like one sentence and have that be the, you went from Elvis to kiss to heavy metal. So, okay. So you knew you were captivated by music, but at what point did you figure out you wanted to play? Will sing, play, be involved in a band like? Oh, I knew it. I knew it right away. I mean, like, okay. So, so my mom's best friend that lived next door was the biggest Elvis fan I ever met. I mean, her whole house was Elvis. You know. Wow. So Every time I like walk mini in there, Graceland. it's playing. Okay. It's playing. wow. And it just, I mean, that that shook me. You know, I mean, I was like all night long. Those, those yeah. were my first records. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Elvis. And then I then I rolled into Kiss. I mean, then I that that's when I knew I was like, that's what I want to do. You okay. Know? Paul okay. Stanley is my freaking hero. Uh, I just I love that dude. Okay. And yeah, that's kind of where it went. I knew it right then. So so from Elvis to Kiss, we know. And then at what point did metal enter the picture? Oh, I mean, like um, you know, when Priest came out, Iron Maiden. Okay. Dio's a big one for me. I mean, Dio's probably one of my favorites ever. Okay. Um, so you like theatrical, you like big, it. you yeah. like, yeah. Okay. That, that, that tracks for me. Okay. Okay. And so were you always comfortable singing or was this like something you did, but nobody really heard you do? Oh no, I was horrible. Okay. I, I, <laughs> probably still am, but you know, I do it. <laughs> So, but like, what, how did you get into actually singing then though? Cause like, that's, you know, did you just like say, were you in bands before this? What was the deal? Yeah. So, um, the, the big thing with the bands, I mean, early, early on is, um, yeah, this is early eighties, you know, we'll show our age here, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I jumped right in. I mean, I, I was like, okay, I couldn't really play an instrument really well. I, I never could, uh, just never spent the time on it, but I was like, I'll think. You know, okay. I, I can jump in front of people and do that. You know, okay. But that's exactly how that happened. So, 
Okay. You just jumped yeah. in front of people and saying, yeah. okay, I like it. I like it. Okay. Chuck, how about you? What was your, what was your musician origin story? Oh, as the younger oh. one, the younger one, let's as see the baby, the, the knife. I guess I'll be honest. <laughs> this would not be stupid. Seriously. My, uh, my mom, we, we were the music. I don't know where it came from. My earliest memory was my, my brother and sister are a lot older than I am. Okay. So my brother had a room above like in this, he like had the attic room. Okay. And you'd walk up to his room. He was 17 years older than me. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. And my sister was I think 13 years older than me. Okay. So we had the bubble gum pop coming from her room <laughs> and we had Boris the spider blaring from the who coming from my brother's room. Okay. <laughs> and the beetle. That's so it's like, I remember going to my brother's room thinking this was a lot cooler than Sean Cassidy. <laughs> and <laughs> or whatever. I got to agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, but, but it was ni 1974. I saw something or I, I was really into deep purple. Okay. More than anything. And I don't know where I heard it, but smoke on the water was the, it. That was the gateway. Okay. It was, it was the gateway. And then I remember begging my mom, I think it was 1974, California Jam was on and begging her to let me stay up and watch it on TV okay. and like segments of it. And, and I'm, and it's like, now I know that it wasn't even Ian Gillen singing. It was David uh, Coverdale. And, but if, at the time I had no idea cause I was four years old. I was just like, that was it. And I thought <laughs> Richard Blackmore was the coolest thing in the world. And, Okay. At four years old. And then my grandmother, who saw this in me, bought me Kiss Alive. Coolest grandma oh, ever. Oh great. my God. Like and the next thing you know, I had my blue blanket at you know six years old, and I'm drawing KISS logos and buying dr a drum set and putting it up in my room and smashing drums and pretending I'm, you know, that, but I was drawn to Ace okay. more than anything. I, okay. It's, I was really shy and I thought, oh, it'd be cool to be a drummer because they don't have to sit back and. Right, right. But right. there was something about the guitar. Every time I went to the guitar store, the music store, mm -hmm. I just kept getting attracted to that rather than the drums. And it's funny, we bought a drum set when I was really young and they broke on the way home and we didn't know how to fix them. It was a hi hat that broke. Oh, and I, wow. I just, we just didn't, and they never got me drum lessons for some reason. So you had a broken kid <laughs> and no drum lessons. Right. And okay. My, but my grandmother had, come, and she was really the catalyst. She had a uh, 65 uh, Fender Mustang and a 67 Moserite. And we would, it, that was her, Seriously, my cousin. Seriously, grandma ever. Holy and and a 39 Gibson uh, acoustic. Or 38, which I have in the house right here. I play them oh, all the time. Oh, wow. Okay. <clears throat> um, and so whenever I go, and I'm like young, five, six, and, I, and she had a little amp, and I'd just plug them in and play. I thought, and it was just make noise. I thought it was the coolest. These were the coolest little gadgets ever, electric yeah. guitars. Yeah, yeah. And that's really what got me started. And, and Kiss, I just thought, was the coolest thing ever because they were superheroes, as every little kid sure. did. I mean, you know. If you're a product of the seventies and didn't think kiss was cool, you're something's wrong with you, you know, <laughs> but when I was, I think it was eight years, seven or eight years old. I remember taking a trip 
to, and this is really what got me into the songs. I remember t vividly, we took a trip out to Colorado and on the radio, I kept hearing the song, I Want You to Want Me. Okay, Cheap Trick. Cheap trick. Okay. And, oh my God. I, it, in my very first album, we came back and I think it was nine and we went to record store down on, well, you guys don't know what it is. Pe Peaches Records, Joe knows. <laughs> All right, Peaches. <laughs> I won't sing the song, don't worry. No, but um, went and, my first record I bought with my own money was Dream Please. Okay. Which also helped me turn into a photographer later, but that's another story. But it, it, something about this, that power pop, I really fell in love with. And it's like, and I remember seeing like Van Halen records in the record store and the eight tracks in okay. the, I remember the record scared me like the cover of it. It's kind of like destroyer kind of scared me. Okay. Because of the fire and stuff, but I love kiss. So I was already in there. It's like rock and roll over is my favorite album by them. Okay. And so that's really what got, I mean, and it was more about, for me, it wasn't a, I think it was the concept of everything and the power pop and the sing-along okay. stuff. And it wasn't until I got in kind of middle school. And I think the thing that the gateway drug was Def Leppard. Okay. See, now, now we're starting. I knew we were going to end up in this area. Okay. Yeah. Pyromania yeah. hit when it was 12 years old and it was just like, it just bridged cheap trick with kiss with and it was like holy 100%. and then mtv hit and you saw these guys and and i mean crap rick allen was like 15 <laughs> and it's like you know and you saw it's yeah. like wow and yeah. of course i went immediately i want to play guitar and my 14th birthday i got a guitar and you know it's like i want an ibanez destroyer like rick allen has and it was i went i was a deaf leopard and then somebody played me holy diver and Vivian Campbell became, and then it was Dokken, and then it was, and then I became the okay. biggest Warren D. Martini and Robin Crosby, and then all of a sudden I started growing my hair out like Robin Crosby and Quiet Riot, and then it was just like, <laughs> bam, bam, but then it was my girlfriend loved Duran Duran, and John Taylor and the bass, and it was like, and they're just that hook, those hooks, yeah, and I fell in love with that, yeah. that new wave of, and I couldn't admit it to my hard rock friends that's I the thing Chuck. yeah i love I, mean, I fell into like, disco too i mean i oh, I, I, I loved it absolutely loved it you know it's like duran duran and i still freaking they, their new album just came out like this week and i'm like dance macabre it's freaking so far i'm like i didn't even know they were still making music anymore oh okay. my god they're, they're, the last two albums weren't as the go back a couple years the, ago the last like, one i actually knew about and heard was the like the come undone and all like that's wait oh, that was probably no, like 15, no, 20 years check out red carpet massacre in like the er, mid 2000s okay. and then um all you need is now is brilliant okay and that's like 2009 and then they just released and then they did a couple that are kind of more dance pop and then they just released this one like yesterday or today that's called dance macabre and okay. it's like all halloweenish okay and it's really it's so, so far. Okay, it's really so we, cool. So we 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 have the coolest grandma in history. Oh yeah, she was. Okay, and it's really what I love about this is putting the two of you together and the the roster of names. And there is some overlap overlap there. I hear Dio, you know. I hear, but like when I put all of that together, freaky things music makes even more sense to me than it did before because I hear 
all of that, maybe not Elvis, but <laughs> almost yeah. all of that, you know, I definitely that's hear coming. it. And I, th I think that, th I think that that's what a great, I mean, what a great way to both of you get into music. And I mean, Chuck, it sounds like everything kind of lit you up in a way. Yeah, I was in the, you I weren't mean, wedded to, and you too, Joe, if you were going from, you know, Elvis and then disco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like the discovery of music for me. I mean, like, yeah, yeah like Chuck was mentioning, all those bands, I mean, I love all those bands too. So it's yeah. that, that progression that you go through and you just got, I mean, it's kind of like what we do now in the indie, indie community is like, right. oh my God, I love that. And then you can. Right. Right, you know, right, right. Course. You'll hear an anger overdose and you'll hear yeah. a Jack Phantom and then you'll hear a Tralfas and yeah. like, you're just like, I right. like all of this. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I'm right there with you. So, okay. But so then when did the two of you join forces and become, you know, the, the best buddies ever? Should I, should I do this story ahead, since it really involves me? Yeah. Well, doesn't because it involve both of you? If not, you met? <laughs> no, well, cause Joe was in the, in the band already. Okay. And, and since it's, you know, he can tell the story about the band, but tell it however no, no, you I, want to I, tell I, it. Go for I was it. About to tell it. So, so we yeah. were in this band. Um, can't remember the name. Savage. It was it Savage. Yeah, that I was don't know. Name. I wasn't in the band. No, that that was the name. I remember that. So, okay. uh, these guys just came came over to my house one day, like um, knocked on my door. I'm asleep and. My mom's waking me up. They go, "Hey, these guys are here. They want to talk to you and all that." And so they come in. They're like musical hey, Jehovah's Witnesses. Okay, yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay. That, that was a wild time. I mean, you all went to the same high school, though, right? Yeah, we well did. I knew I knew some of the guys and all. Okay, that. at least you. Knew, okay, all right, that helps. Yeah. Okay, but, all right. They were like, "Hey, man, we really need a singer. Will you come over?" Blah blah blah. We we're getting rid of this guy, and um, our names, you know, Savage and all that. I was like, yeah. I'm not doing anything. I'll, I'll come over and do that. You know? So we kind of like, just, you know, we were young. I mean, we were 16, 17. Please okay. show a picture. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, we I'll, turn them, I'll send them. Yeah. Right we'll, there. we'll put it here. Here we go. Awesome. It's probably up on the screen right now, but okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, um, so I joined, you know, joined with them and, um, I kind of learned their tunes that they were doing. And then we, then we started writing a lot more. Uh, but we, we were so young and just, Trying to figure our way, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, this was an originals, what, like oh, metal yeah, band? Everything or? I've ever been in is original. Right. So, was it yeah. metal? Was it okay. savage? I figured the name maybe hair metal. -ish. Typical, typical 80s rock that you Okay. Would, yeah, it okay. was pretty, pretty hair typical. metal's a bad hair metal. It's, it's yeah. such a bad term. It's hard rock. Hair metal, what rock. rock. It's hard rock. Yeah, wh whatever you want to call it. Yeah, we um, had hair and we yeah, rock. We had, we had hair. <laughs> We still have hair. Still yeah, yeah. Have hair. Okay, so but, you were but, you were learning Savage and so so that that was the name and I remember being on Chuck. Were you with me when I changed the name? No. So so we're we're playing. I think it's our second show, and um, I was trying to come up with different names for the band. You know, okay. I kind of ran it by them. I was like, "What do you think about this? What do you think about this?" And we all kind of decided, like, "Oh, that sounds like a good name." White lies with the L-I-Z-E was the name. Wow. You got to have a different spelling, you know, back then. So, it was the 80s. You couldn't spell yeah. anything the way you expected. Absolutely. So I decided while I was on stage, you know, between songs, I was like, we're changing our name. We're going to White Lies. Everybody's like going, what? <laughs> so, so yeah. So after we did that, then um, 
basically we got Chuck in the band. We need another guitar player. And uh, that's kind of where Chuck came into play. And I think the story is going over to you now, Chuck. Okay, so I'm in high school one day. And I walk by this girl's locker. And she's got a poster of White Lies. And I see these four names. Sean, Joey, Brad, and PJ. Or Brad Hamilton, which was you know the guy in uh, Faster, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And I'm like, these names can't be real because I knew Sean and his name wasn't real. He had changed his name. I'm not going to tell his real name, but his name was not Sean Devins. Okay. Because he went to our school and then left. And I'm like, they're all bogus names because nobody has those cool names. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she was totally in love with this guy named PJ. And, and, and they were like this cool band, White Lies. And I'm like, oh my God. You guys had posters and everything? Oh, and, yeah. Well, you know, and so she had these posters in her locker. Okay. So fast forward till I'm in college now. And okay. I'm in art school. And midway through the semester, I put an ad, because I put an ad at a local music store that okay. I'm a guitar player looking to be in a band because my high school band sucked and broke <laughs> up. <laughs> and, As they do, yeah. Right. And I get a call from this guy named brad in white lies and i go over to his house and he answers the door and then i quickly realized that it wasn't him it was his sister kathy and they look identical at the time <laughs> <laughs> okay brad and or kathy lets you in and okay i go, down, I go, down, I go downstairs to meet brad and he's like well hi i'm brad and he's very businesslike very professional and they've got everything set up in this. And he was just straight to the point. He goes, listen, it's, I, I really, you know, it's like, here's the deal. We've got this. We think we need another guitar player. I really don't want another guitar player, but I got outvoted. So <laughs> Great. I'm just going to show warm you. Welcome these, from I'm, Brad or Ken. Yeah, show you okay. these songs. Okay. <laughs> Brad is the nicest guy in the world, though. Which is <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah. Okay. So he showed me these songs. And, and, and it kind of, we, we kind of play the like. And I listened to the tape, and I'm going, oh, it's cool. This is a band that actually has got a singer that can sing. Okay. Because yeah, because band. that's not a given. <laughs> it's That's very true, and especially well, in the 80s. So, okay. And again, I knew the drummer, and the drummer was kind of a, a jerk to us in high school and kicked oh. on us. And so I thought that was kind of funny, and I said, well, I learned the songs pretty quick. There was like a little four-song EP, okay. and he showed them to me, so he, I think Brad liked me enough and I'm personable enough, I guess that he called the drummer over and I, and then he came down and I couldn't resist calling him by his nickname, which he didn't like when he first came down. <laughs> Making friends all over the it place was, here. Okay. Used to this day. <laughs> so, but he came over and the, the next thing you know, it's like we're playing. And I remember uh, the, the, what I remember the most is with Joe is they got me in the band and I, the first time I really felt accepted, which was kind of cool because it was the first time I was in a band that I felt like was really decent. Mm. And I remember going to the mall and seeing Joe in these white pants and cowboy boots with his, with his girlfriend, now his wife. <laughs> and, um, and Joe was like excited 
hey, Tara, meet Chucky. This is our new guitar player. And he was like so excited to like introduce me and show me around. Oh, that's and, nice. Yeah. And it was cool because I was like this Blue Valley. I know this didn't make any sense, but I was kind of a country kid. Okay. And they were more of the city kids. Okay. And and at the time where we were from, that was a, I kind of lived out in the boondocks. And I gotcha. So different. Yeah, so kinda, yeah, yeah. They yeah. cool. kind of took me in and showed me around. Oh. It was kind of neat. And Joe was a little bit older and. You know, he kind of took me under his wing. I never, I always he acts re- like I, you're I a thousand years that. old. <laughs> <laughs> like grandpa. Over but at the time, it really. No, you know, when you're when you're young like that, the even a couple you know, when of years. You're 18 yeah. and you've got a 21 year old. It, yeah. yeah. You and know, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, it does, and it was just kind. Of, and also, it was like I kind of respected these guys. Sure. You know, and so he's he like, I felt like I played on them. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Anyway. So okay, so then you 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 kind of you got brought in. You liked Joe's voice right away, and Joe, I assume you figured out very quickly how talented Chuck is oh, on yeah. guitar. So that was not gonna that was a no brainer. And so when at what point, unless I've missed a no, memo, uh, at some point White Lies must have split up because <laughs> you are now freaky <laughs> things. Do you want to go there? I, you know, I don't know that much about this because I wasn't even really still, I was still like, if I was late to practice, I had to prove that I got a speeding ticket. Okay. Because Brad was like, you know, Chuck, we really can't be late to practice. Oh, okay. yeah. Brad was a stickler. I mean, it okay. was, you know, oh, yeah, as many times as I've saved these guys' life. <laughs> That's true. I don't drink. Chuck doesn't like, drink, and we did pretty and, and i i was everybody's designated driver forever right <laughs> or i was always the designated driver too i feel your pain yeah so, yeah, yeah you know and th- there you go we gave um, we gave chuck we gave chucky chocolate milk and he was good jolt that, cola that was oh my god jolt cola oh my god oh. yeah it was awesome <laughs> it's like get me on stage and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> you didn't need to drink. You were on Jolt. Holy shit. Okay, no, so, so, like, so at some point, White Lies disbanded. Let, and let, let's let's put it this way. I, I honestly don't know why, but I, I came in and said, hey, we're getting rid of Joe. I didn't really even have a say in it because I was still so new. The next thing you know, they get this other guy in, and it didn't really work out that well. And then they brought in another guy. And by this time, it was already so far along that I was like, and they brought in another guy that I kind of like, should we get him? And I'm like, I kind of knew him from another band. I was like, well, if we're going to get somebody, let's get this dude. Okay. And and he kind of, we went from kind of a hard rock band to more of a glam rock band. Oh, okay. So we became, and then we changed our name to Downtown Clown. And it was the same band with a different singer, but we really became a, a, a completely different band. Different band, yeah. Okay. Which, it was its own thing. And yeah. so you, you've got these two bands that really did kind of change. And um, and that was it. Yeah. Okay. So when, when, whenever that then downtown clown, whatever, everything, something, you know, it all blew up at some point. When did you guys, because I mean, you've known each other so long and it's not like Freaky Things has been around for decades at this point. So what was the trajectory to get you guys to become freaky things as it is now should i take that one good yeah go ahead. <laughs> you always right, have every, to ask everybody me. already knows me they haven't even heard you so i want to well, cool. <laughs> i mean 
I think maybe the late 2000s, the downtown clown and was it late 2000s, maybe 2010, maybe it's like downtown clown. We, we all were back in Kansas city, which is where we're all from. Right. And we kind of got together in the drummer's basement and we kind of jammed. And I know okay. we did it with downtown clown and then Joe came over and we did it with white lies. Okay. And, and then, um, we did it again. It's just kind of like once a year, we kind of got together and just did it again. Oh, wow. Okay. It just kind of played. And then one year we decided, let's try to actually play for real. Right. Like without just getting together and just kind of screwing her off. Yeah. Yeah. And so we got together and actually rehearsed a little bit. And that was kind of interesting. And so we got together and rehearsed the stuff. And, and I don't know if that was the year that I recorded the three songs. Yeah, I think so. Well, so... so yeah, go well, I mean, so so Chuck brought these songs um, that, well, he re-recorded -re them. That okay. We never recorded them in White Lines, I think. Well, okay. they, I, they were on practice tapes or something, right? I have all these practice tapes because I kept all this stuff. Sure. And I digitized them. <laughs> these guys, funny. how they didn't remember the stuff blows my mind. <laughs> but uh, they were drunk. I, I was going to say they drank. They forgot. That's what it was. I wasn't. And right. I'm like, how do you not remember this? I mean, I'm, it's just, so I'm like, why don't we try some of these songs that we did, but yeah. we never recorded. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, and they're like, I don't remember this at all. And so the practice tapes, so it was hard to hear. So, and so I was like trying to get back into recording a little bit. So I was like getting my logic going and I'm thinking this will be a good way to try to figure this out. And I just wanted to record something so the guys could understand the parts. Okay. So they could, so it could be clear. Right. right. And I'm looking at the practice tapes, trying to figure this out. And then we came back and I'm like, Joe, why don't you do, so sing on these after, because, and so I had Joe, we just went, and so we made these three tapes and the recordings didn't sound half bad. Okay. Like I was like, Oh, this is actually kind of, it's funny now. Cause they sound like shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, well, but compared to the practice I, tapes, they were probably like, well, yeah, oh, Lord. yeah. I mean, I, I thought I, I thought they sounded like fantastic, like then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go back now, you're like, whoa. That, right. I mean, <laughs> but just I how, just, how much he's grown as you know, right? Doing so I was just getting into it, and so anyway, that that that's kind of how it started, and okay. we did that a couple of years. Well, I've never, I, I've. I think I'm, I don't know if you did, but like, I never stopped writing. Mm -hmm. So after downtown clown broke up, I came to Tennessee, went to uh, MTSU to study audio engineering mm -hmm. and ended up doing business, but, and then got into photography, was in a band. And then after I graduated, moved back to Kansas city, was in a band. We actually opened for Joe's band which was kind of cool. That was the first time I'd seen him in a long time. We played okay. together. Um, and then we moved back to Nashville and I was in another band and had kids and was still playing. And then, yeah, it, it was just kind of, and then for, and then, so I've always been writing mm. and playing. And I was just like, I'm going to, I wrote a song and I sent it to Joe. I'm like, see what you can do with this. Okay. And he came back like, cause he had the audio or he had the stuff to record. Okay. And he came back like within a couple hours. Like, mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was like, 
and it was kind of cool. And so we recorded this song. And that now, was like, do we, do we know this song? Is this a song no. that you got? Okay. No, so this is not a song. Okay. But Ravage. Yeah. That, that was savage now it's ravage and, right. okay. and you like sauerkraut which i believe is made of right. cabbage so we go oh, okay we got it right. and then i wrote another one face down in the gutter which was meant for a model i was photographing okay and because she was in but then i sent it to joe and he was back before she even heard it it was like so it was like because he got this bug to write and well so anyway and that was like years ago and right and then it just kind of became this thing between we were writing for white lies and tried to get a couple of songs to the guys and we started doing that but then i was like well this really isn't a white lies song and then joe sent me some old stuff of his and started okay. writing doing stuff well this doesn't really sound and then we just kind of started i mean you should see the the drive space that we have of songs <laughs> like to see people working on all these songs were written two years ago okay this but that's recent I and mean, we've got stuff going back five six years oh yeah and okay in you can take over joe no, no, it, it, it is so started. funny how me and chuck work i mean so like like when when he mentioned at that very starting point like the next so where where we were at i mean it, it was like he would send me something because i don't know if this is any good yeah <laughs> we were we were that you know yeah so he sent it to me i'm like that's pretty that's pretty fucking good let, let, yeah. me, let me let me do something real quick you know yeah 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 because i I, I can like take his music. I mean, he brings it to me and I, with, you know, no, no melody, no lyrics most of the time. Okay. That was going to be another question, but okay. Yeah, most of the time. Now there's times he'll send me the full thing where he sang on it. He goes, I think this is the way it should be, you know? Okay. And, uh, but I mean, most of the time it's, it's nothing, you know, he goes, just check this out, see what you can do with it. And that's where I'll just, I go to town on it, you know? And, uh, I, I love that. I just love how me and him work in that way especially like early on when we were going does this suck or i don't know <laughs> if this is i don't know if this is really us but check it out you yeah know, yeah we like our, song, our working song titles are like kind of 90s stp sounding <laughs> thing with the little cards thrown in that's the song <laughs> title yeah 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 i like it yeah sort of deaf left uh, let's see, uh, yeah, we just go on and on. I, from now on, you need to release them with the working titles because that would oh, be no, awesome. No, we don't do that. But you know, before we get any further, because we're starting to get into the sound and everything, I think this would be a good moment because, Freaky, you know, what is everyone in the chat saying right now? Song. Song, song, no. they want the song. We may not get it in under the half hour mark, but that's okay because it's worth waiting for because we are playing something that will, I think, have just come out right yeah but right now as of this moment when we're taping it nobody's heard it yet but me no, don't know. so i'm very excited so we are going to play a song called nightmare you guys want to say a little something about it before we play it chuck i you wrote the i just this this was what i was going through my thrash metal phase yeah Okay, or my '80s metal. Well, I'm always yeah, in my it, '80s metal. It's phase. A blend. I mean, in your that, '80s that metal, what we are right. We, we right. are like, not everything, but yeah. no, no. It, it was just a fun song. Uh, the the lyrics are just they're fun. Uh, it, it's about having a nightmare, like you're asleep, uh, you wake up, you don't know where you're at. Uh, you're thinking about weird stuff. Uh, perfect Halloween song. It really is. I was just thinking that. Yeah. All right. So guys, listen, if you haven't heard it yet, which I know 
you know, but by the time this airs, if you haven't heard it yet, you're in for a treat. Cause I, as I think I told them, this may be my new favorite. So this is Freaky Things with Nightmare.
I have to say, you guys, um, first of all, there's no way to listen to your music and not have a good time. Like, you just can't do it. It is, the music is, first of all, it's so specific to an era. You know, I mean, we've been talking about it, the 80s hard rock, 80s metal. I'm not going to use the phrase here, hair metal, even though I actually happen to consider it a compliment. But, you know, it's definitely, you know, very much of that time and that genre and that feel. But what I love about it is that you guys manage to hit that and hit that note perfect without making it sound retro or stale or old or cheesy or any of that. And I think that it is, that's, that in and of itself is really cool because I think there's, there are bands that do that kind of music now, but it's almost like with a little wink, like, well, we're not really doing it. We're just like, remember this stuff. And then there are the bands that feel it, live it, breathe it, you know, and again, going through your influences from when you guys were first starting out, it makes so much sense to me because whether it's Nightmare, which again, I, I love that track. I really do. I mean, I think it is, um, it's just like balls out. It is, it kicks you in the face. It starts, it does not stop. It has you the whole way through. And I mean, just anytime you have a, a hooky, catchy chorus like that, you know, you got me, I'm sold, right? So, but like for all of it, for everything that I've heard you guys do, and I know there's obviously a hell of a lot more given the the disc space that's being used up that than what we've gotten to hear yet. But, you know, you guys have a distinctive sound and you clearly have, a, you know, a, 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 a kind of music that you want to be making, right? So, I mean, was it just, you know, was that because... You know, Chuck, your guitar is so perfect for this genre, you know, or this collection of genres, really, you know, because, I mean, you can't shred like that on every kind of music, right? But, like, is it more that you make that kind of music because that's the way you like to play? Or do you just happen to play that kind of music really well so you do it because you can? Or is it a little bit of both? Or how, how did this, how did what Freaky Things was definitely going to be happen? I'm... I'm, I'm not very good at guitar. No, hold on. I, I know, I know, I know. It's, I, I finally started taking lessons. Thank God for my guitar teacher that I took lessons from when I was 17. Um, okay. He's helping me understand a little bit of what is going on. <laughs> but, okay. But so when I pick up the guitar, it's like the first thing I go to is that. Here's my problem. Here, you said it perfectly. Thank you. I got it's that's a great compliment what you said. Um, I think a little bit of it is I don't and it's a it's a bad trait in okay. some ways okay. that I haven't my brain still is like 16 17 years old. Okay. <laughs> which is not good especially for somebody my age. Okay. But, but I think with that comes, it's kind of like we said, I hear a lot of older bands trying to do recapture the glory recapture or yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. And it just, and a lot of times it's like, eh, I'm just like, you know, it, it, it doesn't connect cause it's not it, genuine. It, yeah. It yeah. And sometimes I think it's just, sometimes I think it's just songwriting. I think sometimes it's the songs just fall short. Mm. 
personally. It's it's interesting. I don't know if have you heard the new Stone. Like I know the Stones album came out, but they released a song a couple of weeks ago. Have you heard? No, it? I, I literally only listen to indie music now. Like, okay. I really don't hear anything else. Anymore. I really don't. I don't have time. It is the craziest thing. It's there's something about Mick Jagger. He still sounds like a snotty seventeen year old. Yes. That it's like that's one guy. Like this, the new song. I haven't heard the album, but at least the song that they released a couple of weeks ago. It's like there's something about it that still sounds like piss and vinegar. It's just. <laughs> He's still got it at, yeah, at yeah, that yeah. age. He's still got that youthful, yeah, just kind of like screw the world, yeah. Of, like in his yeah, voice, yeah. No, he, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. You know, it's um, you know, one of one of the bands I work with, like I think the new Skid Row still recaptures a little bit of that the, the energy. They still okay. like are kind of like you know whatever you know skid row is still together either so okay yeah go god, go check out their new album it's okay um it's really good yeah okay. like i said some of the bands are just and, and then some newer bands are i think like you said i think they're trying too hard mm-hmm. to be something and it's just I, I don't know i just don't it's it's like i always want to just kind of take my mic and go smash it up against something <laughs> it's like the time i don't do that. Like, they're expensive. Well, yeah. Well, no, they're not. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm still the crazy guy that likes to smash my head against the wall. Okay. You know, it's like my daughter will say, dad, they're filming you. And I know you're going to be on TikTok because you're acting like you're getting shocked by something on a beam at target <laughs> because I'll go in like, ah, you know, I'm like, it's hard for me to, I always called Chucky a true artist. Okay. In everything, I mean, seriously, in everything he does. It's really difficult to calm down. The, the, the photography, I mean, mm-hmm. he was talking about Skid Row. He, he he did Skid Row's latest album, all that wow. photography and all that. They wow. flew, flew him out to Vegas to do all that. Um, and what he does, uh, teaching, I mean, he, he teaches at, at – what is it, Chuck? Where do you teach at? Well, the place I teach at now is called the Academy of Makeup Arts. Right. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the kids there are, are I kids. They're, I mean, you know, they're eighteen and old and older. Some of them have kids. The stuff they do, it's all movie like making, like right, body right. cast and wigs and ma- yeah, 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 yeah. So brilliant. It's just. But it, but the, that's what I love about Chuck, though. I mean, everything he does has some kind of artistic. Mm thing about mm-hmm. it you know and, mm-hmm. and, it, and it has to to keep him engaged yeah honestly. yeah well so i mean that that's to, to kind of distill it a little bit i mean that that's what i i mostly took from what you said chuck is that the idea that you first of all i don't understand how you could consider yourself not to be a good guitarist i, I really literally well, don't because um, i don't know what i'm doing well that, that's but, what i mean no i it, it i mean that I, i'm not saying that it doesn't sound good Okay. I'm saying that, uh, like, like I'll go watch a video. I, I have to record myself playing so I can remember what I'm doing. Okay. Because we, because we don't, we're not in a band. Right. And we're not practicing every day. Right. Right. You know, which, which just mean, to be clear, you guys are not near each other. You're, right. you know, you're, you're, you know, Joe is in, in Kansas City. You're in Nashville. Right. So I yeah, mean, this is, this is, this is a distance project so you're not getting together every week to jam or right, play out would, or whatever right completely different which you know would be right. muscle memory then right but right. it's still it would be what am i doing it's like why am i and that's what i'm trying to 
the guitar lessons are doing. Okay. Uh, just so I can become a better songwriter. It's like, you know, I could play this, you know, over that because musically that works and it makes it more interesting. Okay. So you want a little more theory. You want I a little do. bit more. Yeah. Okay. And I, understand, I understand the theory behind what I'm trying to learn and the, and believe me, when I moved to Nashville, you talk about becoming humbled. I oh, could yeah. not get up and jam with someone. Oh, and yeah. that really, you know, it's like we did a, a tribute show to tribute. We got, we did like a marvelous three thing. The yeah. 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 And it was just getting up and learning those songs, you know, for some people, I mean, that's just like, I do one, four five, this, and there's like, they chart it out and they know it right there. For right. me, it takes a couple of days to learn the stuff. Right. Not that I can't do it, but right. Right. I you have a different process. It. Right. It is. And that's what I mean by I'm not a, I wouldn't consider myself a musician in a musician sense, especially when you're in Nashville, there's no way I could get down and go play on Broadway ever until I learned this stuff. I'm not saying you. that me playing on this isn't decent. Cause I can sit here. And okay. Okay. So you, you're, you're making a very specific semantic distinction here that you, it's not that you don't acknowledge that you play well. It's that you almost seem to think that you do it by accident <laughs> or well, by I, instinct, I, it's by you instinct. know, I mean, it's rather I than, right. I, I, mean, I, I can definitely hear, I play by ear. I can hear what I'm doing. I know when something doesn't sound right to me, right. Right. but it's one of those, I'm not, a, yeah, and, and honestly, I think most mu rock musicians are like that. Well, and, and I, I think agree. it's, you know, it's the kind of thing where, you know, people will say that they're not smart. But what they mean is that they're not educated and there's a difference there, you oh, know, yeah. and, it, and it's, I don't know that the value of one over the other is, is greater, but I think that if you, I think, you I, know, there's still, there's still the ability. It, it's right. Learning. You're just, yeah, you're, you're, you're enhancing it. it yeah. Right. And you're, you're yeah. learning, you're learning about what it is that you do intuitively, which gives you more control over being able to choose to do that going forward. So mm -hmm. I hear you. I hear you. I'm, I'm glad you clarified that because yeah. I was going to, I was going to throw hands when, <laughs> you know, and as far as the other stuff does, I think I've got a lot of pent up aggression still <laughs> just from teenage angst. And I think it comes through yeah. a little bit. Yes. I mean, and that it's, I, I think that's what keeps it. It's like, I think when I lose that is when it'll be start getting boring. Okay. Cause okay. I'm still like, you know, I'm, I'm still wanting to smash guitars across people's faces. <laughs> Generally <laughs> frowned upon both for the faces you know, and I mean, for the guitars. Metaphorically, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, right. No, I hear you. Well, but I mean, I think that that given the fact that you don't actually act on those impulses, it's good. <laughs> and it, I think it for the music, it works because there is a ton of energy from both of you, you know, and the thing is that the two of you clearly have chemistry you know, musically and interpersonally, which helps a lot because if you don't love the people you're playing with that just at some point that's going to bleed into the music and the listeners are going to, and especially if you're out playing live, but even if people are just listening, they're going to be able to hear and they're going to be able to tell that. But I mean, I think it's, it's, you guys are, are so interesting to me too, because you, given the genres that you really kind of consider yourself to come from the band that you've put together is not necessarily what you would expect, right? So, I mean, you know, you guys have, have how much of this was charted out? 
Like we're going to make this music. We're going to do this. None of it. Okay. None. Big Zero. eyes like, and head shaking. Okay. Zero. So, so then talk to me a little bit about that process, right? So, uh, you know, songwriting, but also just the idea of, because your while your stuff doesn't all sound the same, you do definitely have a distinctive sound, right? You'll have, you know, a rise of the outlaws. That's a little bit more of an outlier maybe um, the, to the others. But I mean, for the most part, you know, if, if somebody's picking up a freaky things song, they're going to know that it's you. They're going to know that this is, this is the sound. This is the feel. This is the, this is the vibe that you guys have. What, you know, how much of that was, I, I hear you saying, okay, I wrote something, but like, what are you sending Joe, Chuck? Are you sending him usually? Is it riffs? Is it drum beats? Is it just an idea? Sometimes it's an idea. A lot of times it's almost a full song. Okay. It's, I mean, sometimes it's melody. Uh, sometimes I'll sing a first verse. Okay. Like I'm, I'm usually pretty, I, I feel like I'm pretty good with verses melody wise. I'm not good with coming up with hooky choruses. Okay. Cause I'm, cause I'm too wordy. Okay. Um, and okay. I'm, it's, you know, um, I can't like, I can't wait for you to hear bloodsucker. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's like, you want to, it's, it's almost all keyboards. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Right. It's, you know, it's like I'm playing and it's a weird, like six, eight. It's weird it's rhythm. Weird okay. Okay. You know, I mean, it's been on Facebook. I mean, it's, it's not like it's not been out there. Why did um, I not find it? Yeah. I didn't know it was out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Video, the, the video of us playing. And I took the moans out. It's the. Oh video. yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I forgot about that. that. Yeah, it's yeah. been out there for two years. It's just been. Yeah. Okay. But that that was before we created freaky things. I mean, yeah. Well, all, yeah. Oh, okay. So much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. But, yeah, I think so, was, but that was why we titled it Freaky Things. Yeah. We were trying to come up with a title that kind of would fit, like, you know, we're going to create, like, how do we create? All, at first, it was, I want to do an EP that's a thrash metal record. I want to do an EP that sounds like The Cult. I want to do an EP that sounds like Duran Duran. I want to do an EP that sounds like Depeche Mode. I want to do an EP that sounds like this. I want to do an EP that sounds okay. like, you know, um, I mean, I've got stuff that's kind of violent films, like all the kind of acoustic-ish Okay, punk. okay, like okay. This, like this next EP is kind of more punk. Okay. I mean, with Psycho, Beast, and I mean, that's... yeah. For that and, one, you know, it's and, and then we'll then we'll turn that. So so you know, we did the Magic Songs EP, right? That, that which yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we're gonna thing. get, to which was minute, really yeah. different. It was just that isn't even anything what we did. No, no. I mean, we had no idea what the hell we were doing when we did that. I mean, <laughs> well, I, just, that was just, all, my, just, that was all just, on me. Just, I, I'm surprised Joe even went with it. Just of to frame I that up for everybody, okay? So. This is, and, and, you know, they're outing themselves as nerds here. Okay. Which is good. Cause we love a good nerd here. I'm a huge nerd too. So I totally appreciate it. But the, the album, the EP Nightweaver, Okay. It's called magic songs, but that's not just a title. Okay. The, the, the EP is based on the game magic, the gathering. Okay. So we're not going to get into it for people who don't know it's, kind of a D&D &D meets Pokemon kind of conceptual thing. It's a whole thing. But, um, you know, it's it's this concept of what you guys did here where you have these whatever five songs that you picked cards. I'm, I'm understanding this correctly, right? Like you picked cards from the deck? 
<laughs> no, I just Joe doesn't play magic. He's not a nerd. Okay, yeah. so you're just I a nerd. Mean, I am but, a nerd. But, but the songs are about cards, I, I, right? It was. I'm just going, I play magic. I've been playing magic for, since 1993. Okay. And my son and I started playing Matt. I started playing with him when he was 11, like six, I don't know, he's 18 now. It okay. gave us something to do. Anyway, and I'm looking, some of these cards are just like, God, that sounds like a metal song. Pearl <laughs> through hell, you know? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I took, and it was weird because this is, this is going to sound crazy. So, Hurl through hell. I was, right in. So go, go right ahead. So, no, hurl through hell. I, for some reason, I took that song and I'm like, I'm going to write a song about hurl through hell. I wasn't even involved in Joe in this at all. Okay. And this had nothing to do with Joe. And okay. I started writing the song, and it was all after um, uh, uh, Putin invaded Russia, or Ukraine. Okay. Right? That's when I wrote this. And it was okay. based on that. And I'm like, I know. I was like getting political. Okay. And, and sort of the lyrics were kind of based around that a little bit. Okay. And then I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. And then I'm like, well, what's another song I could do? And I grabbed, uh, I think it was Approach of the Second Son, which is a card I absolutely hate being played against. Okay. It's, it, so I'm like, but I'm right that. And then it's like kind of this cool Dio thing because it's in what it was was because that, comes from a set that was kind of based in an egyptian theme okay. and that's why it's got this whole doe you know the chains are on type right. of and i'm like okay and and i went straight for lyrically what the card's about and then i came back to the hurl through hell thing and i said joe this is what i'm thinking <laughs> and i told him about magic and he didn't really know it. and i'm like can you write some lyrics around like in so I wrote most of the lyrics because I know the game. Right, sure. And then I and then I started picking out cards, and I play a card called Eater of the Dead, in in a deck that I play, and it's all it, it, anyway. And the, so I just started picking cards that I thought were cool, cool sounding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Song titles, and I really tried to. And then after the whole concept of oh, let's just write the songs around what the cards do. Right. And, okay. But the first song wasn't. Originally, but we kind, of, we kind of changed it a little Morphed bit. Morphed it, okay. Right, okay. And then, but the I other four were most definitely. It's like, oh, this is kind of a cool idea. Let's write songs about magic cards. So yeah. he and Joe so was Joe, into it. So he sent me this. You know, I think it was Hurl Through L was the first one. Yeah, and I was like, holy fucking shit! <laughs> I mean, I was like, he goes, I don't think you'll like this, but this is kind of what I'm doing. You, you want to like, you know, check it out. We all, you know, that's. I, I hope that that's really like good. always the thing. I don't yeah, know. That's always good. I don't really, really like though. it. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but it had like time changes and tempo changes, mm -hmm. and it was, it was like I was doing all kinds of like, let's do six eight, let's do four yeah. four three four. That's not a bad thing. That's not a and bad thing. I, I mean, I heard I was like, holy shit, and then he's like, oh, well, I got this other idea. I, I got these other ones, and then I was like, oh my god, we got to do this. Yeah, because well, it's based off Magic the Gathering cards and all. I was like. I don't care. I mean, you <laughs> tell me all about it. <laughs> I even came down, okay. down to Nashville, flew down there, okay. and went and watched them play. Because we play every Sunday. Wow. Because I was so, like, just 
I wanted to hear about it. I wanted to see how people Yeah, react. yeah, yeah. Well, because it's once you're in it, it is like a Dungeons and Dragons thing or something yeah, where like once of, you're in it, you're in it. And oh, there's this whole lore and there's all this stuff and it's very it's intense. But no, but I mean, look, I again, being a nerd, like I'm, 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 I fully support all of that stuff. But like, I just, I thought it was such a great idea because, you know, these cards i mean they're they're all meaningful in their way again it's like t you know tarot and and D and D and pokemon and like all that rolled into one but you've got this like so the so the ep um again it's interesting to me that hurl through hell started lyrically differently but it it fits for me um you know the like the the, the drip comes the blood and the sting of steel on the lips and all of that like it, you, that could work for for a card or for what you know what's been going on politically obviously but like i i found it fascinating because it's the songs all work together really well but they are different enough from each other that it gives the album a lot of texture so like i i mean we, we don't have too too many songs to go through so i thought we might go through each of them a little bit more in detail and like i have to tell you like Insidious Dreams is probably, I think, my favorite on the album. Um, it's a very different feel for you guys. I mean, first of all, mostly acoustic, right? So right there, you know, you you changed it up a little bit. And it's it's kind of, I would call it a ballad. And if it's not a ballad, it's like the closest thing to it that I've heard you guys do. The lyrics are really interesting. So I want, if you could talk about those a little bit. So I don't know who wrote, was that, was that you on lyrics, Chucky, or? Nick. Chuck wrote those. Okay. Okay. So I mean, most it, of them. I think I wrote the core. Yeah, we we we. Okay. Got, we, there was a couple of things you kind of add. I for that for this thing, except for Bonfire, you wrote a lot of that. But I think for most of this, I kind of like I wrote most of it because okay. I knew the lore of the cards. Right. And I was really trying to make it about magic. Capturing that. Yeah. 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 It's like you know, it's like when you're yeah, that one's all about magic. I mean, like like the line about you know, across the plains. We're not talking about planes. We're talking about being, you know, because you travel planes like planeswalkers and right, right. You know, right. it's it, you know, magic players when they listen no, to it's, it. It's, it's very literal immediate. if you know the cards. But right. what's cool is that if you don't, it doesn't matter because it 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 you know the lyrics are really it's funny they're both kind of almost romantic but also ominous which is an interesting combination yeah. you know and i and i think that um and i also love the fact that i was even hearing in the guitars a little bit of eagles actually um like specifically my, my favorite eagle song is i can't tell you why do you know that one mm -hmm. oh yeah so I'm hearing a little bit, and I'm going, okay, this is a this is a different feel for freaky things. But like it's it's why that card? Like, why did you choose that one? Like I'm I'm curious about why each of the ones that you picked you picked, because there are thousands and that you know, you could have picked anything really. So what about that card, Insidious Dreams? Like, what about that spoke to you? Is that what the card is actually called? Yeah. Okay. All right. All, all the song titles are titles exactly are exactly okay. Okay, that's right. what I thought. Because because it was a cool old card that had a cool title, <laughs> and it's exactly. black. And I'm 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 a I'm a I'm a, I'm a black player. <laughs> Most of the cards are black and red. Okay. <laughs> One white card. No blue cards. Blue no, blue players blue are are awful. <laughs> They're mean. He, okay. he cares a lot about the magic. 
Okay. I guess we have a little system going here. Magic players watching this. I can appreciate what I'm saying. Actually, blue and black are pretty cool, but Okay. Okay. So you just there's nothing else to it. I just picked it I was literally just going through some of my cards. Okay. And I've got some old card and I was like, ooh, insidious dreams. Like that's kind of cool. And then I read what the card did. And okay. it was like, okay, it's kind of like discarding your hand. It's it was like, this is kind of interesting. It's like kind of giving up for what I'm like, I can kind of make something out of this. Okay. And it's all about like, you know, playing the game and seeing what's going to happen and kind of that get, game of chance that you have whenever you're drawing. Mm -hmm. And so it came, you know, and that, and in fact, that one really feels more like not so much about the card, but more about the game in itself. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And, but I, but I guess what I, what I'd like to try to get at if we can a little bit is, you know, okay, fine. So you have a cool card. It looks cool. You find out what it does. You find a way to make that into something lyrical, which is already pretty cool. But like when you were putting together the instrumentation for that, how did you end up making the choices that you did? Like, how did it end up mostly acoustic? How did it end up being a ballad? Did it just serve the lyrics? Was it that the, this, did the, 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 did the music come first? Kind of yeah, what, was, the, what was the, okay. The music always comes first, usually. Okay. okay. Um, I, gra I <laughs> grabbed my grandmother's 38 guitar, grabbed a capo, put it on the fourth fret, and started playing some chords. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, it's not even deeper than that. It just really is. No, you know what? It doesn't have to be. I just, you know, I'm always interested in process, right? But so it's funny because you said when we first started talking, like, I don't really know what I'm doing. And what, what I'm taking that to me now as I'm talking to you more is that you just kind of, you do what comes instinctively. You write mm -hmm. what comes instinctively, you play what comes instinctively, you know, you pick what comes instinctively, even when it comes to cards. And I think that, you know, it, it's, you can't really describe a process that's intuitive because you're just doing what you're drawn to do. So you don't have to make it more complicated than that. But I was curious because it, it is such an interesting concept. Like, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone writing songs or an album based on cards in a game or anything like that so i thought that was a really cool concept well because we were out of ideas <laughs> <laughs> that was it huh you'd plumb yeah. the depths and that next it is going to be the super I, mario album or something right maybe you know it, it, it's talking about songwriting though it's like yeah that was just i mean that's how most of the songs are i'll just pick up the guitar and like let's see if anything comes to me okay and if something comes to me i'll start i'll just start singing something yeah and then i'll usually come and if and i'll record it and then it just if i hear it back and it okay i kind of like that and it just kind of progresses and that's it though one there is one song on that ep that is i think more like what you want it to be like where it did start off specifically trying to do something Okay. I don't know that, that that's what I want it to be or, like. Or, but. <laughs> or, but it's definitely, and that's uh, Eater of the Dead. Okay. That one became, was, I wanted to write something in 9-8 time signature. Okay. Yeah, that that song is, guys, that one is, <clears throat> um, that one, and, and I mean this in the best way, that song is all over the place. Like, 
rhythmically tempo. No, but I do. I mean that in a good way because it's, you know, we talk, I I think we even, we talked about it on one of the live shows, the idea that certain genres and especially indie music in general, you don't necessarily end up getting songs that are tethered to a standard song structure, right? You don't have intro verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus yeah. out you know it's it's you and and with this song i mean you guys do like to play with rhythm you do like to play with tempo you do like to play with weird time signatures i appreciate all of that but this one in particular eater of the dead it is so variable you know and i was here for it i really was because you know, it starts off, and again, I, I freaky knows this. You can attest to this, Joe. I know I keep calling you freaky, but I can't help it. Yeah, no, <laughs> but like, you know, that that I I only ever make comparisons when they're favorable. You know, I wouldn't be like, oh, it sounds like four non blondes, and I hate them, so it would, that would not be a good thing. But like, I start off, and I'm hearing some faith no more. I'm hearing some poison, okay, which like oh, I'm already in. You don't. Okay. Yes, keep talking. Okay. He's going somewhere. <laughs> he's going to do something. I was like, he's going to go get a poison album. I think that's my guess, but you know, and so I'm, I'm hearing those elements, right? Like you see the Ville guitar. I mean, come oh. on. I definitely, I'm, I get those vibes. I'm sorry. You know, and you have sort of mid tempo there at the beginning. The yeah. So, yeah. and then I'm hearing more metal like more straightforward metal. Okay, it's gotten slower, it's getting a little faster. Okay, the drums get real big, right? Okay, guitars are going, the chorus comes in, and then you're slowing it back down again. And I'm like, okay, this is getting grittier. I'm hearing some Alice in Chains, especially in the rhythm section. So, okay, cool, I'm there. This song to me, the drums pop and pop and pop and pop, like all over the place. And I don't think it's just about rhythm and tempo. I think it's the whole, feel of the thing because when the song is changing up as much as it is you are locking in on the drums to tell you where we are right so that's that's guiding you in the in the whole thing so back and forth rhythm tempo changes all over the place you know no, throwing a little amazing isn't he hmm? <laughs> <laughs> very yeah. consistent yeah and 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 doesn't doesn't uh doesn't uh doesn't ask for a lot in terms of pay. Very yeah, yeah. That, 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 that tune track superior drummer Bob Rock edition is freaking amazing. Really very agreeable, very agreeable fellow. No, hey, but then you get like midway through the song, okay? And all of a sudden it changes again completely, okay? Halfway through, changes completely. We're hearing all this spooky, cackly kind of whatever, okay? Gets very atmospheric for me. Then you throw in this big, you know, solo, which again, I'm so glad that you acknowledge that you're good at guitar because I was going to yell at you if you didn't, but like I, and then all of a sudden you've got these big background vocals, right? And I, you have a woman singing with you occasionally, or is one of you just really good at sounding like that? Who is that? Is that you, Chuck? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, we, have, we probably have a mix. I'll, I'll start out with my background. It, it, it's, it's, it's the painted nails. Yeah. It's the silver on me. <laughs> Love it. Okay. All right. Or, you know, you just somebody stepping on you real hard. No, but I mean, like, but I, I love that too, because it, it whoever was doing it, it, it adds another layer to it, you know, that really kind of brightens it up. Right. And the, the lyrics are so dark. You know, I mean, you got graves and zombies and, you know, you're not going to survive this time. Well, that was you, Joe. That was, those were your yeah. lyrics. 
But, but I mean, but when you put all of what I just said together, it doesn't sound like it should make any sense. <laughs> like it really right. doesn't. But it really does though. And and it it what I what I loved about it was that it was very meta for me. You know, it's this because I mean what the little that I know about about the, the game, you know, Magic the Gathering, you know, you give the planeswalkers, right? There are plane walkers, whatever, like they're just wandering around and encountering things and like fucking shit up basically, whatever. It's it's sort of a journeyman kind of thing, right? And so, you know, we're in this song. And you start us in one place and then you take us to another. And it feels like it should be like a 15 minute long song, but it's not. It's what, like five, six minutes, something like it's that. Long, but, it, but, it's, it, but it's not like an, it's not like a like a 15 minute. What I mean, I, I listen to those for indie bands sometimes. <laughs> and thank you for that. No, but I mean, I, I so I, I love I love how weird that song is. You know, I love how how. Freaky it is. <laughs> freaky, and, and and actually it's interesting because the word that I was about to use was brave, and I'm not sure exactly why, but like in the sense that that song, it's it's doing a lot. It's a lot of heavy lifting in there, and there's a lot of balance that needs to go into making a song that that changes itself that much, but it stays focused and it still makes sense with the lyrics and musically, and it's internally consistent and like. How long did that one take to put together? First of all, you're going to tell me it was like four minutes, right? But like, you know, was it, was it, was that a, was that a big chunk? That one, was that a big one to chew or not? I mean, it, so it started, it's, it started off, like I said, I was trying to write nine, eight, right. Which was that middle part. That's the spooky part. Right, right, right. Which it isn't in nine, eight, because I gave that up because, but I came up with this thing that to count it, it's like, I forget how you have to count it. It's it's weird. It's like one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, one, two, three, four. Five. It's a weird kind of rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um and I came up with that and then I kind of okay, I've got that's kind of cool ish. And I kind of like left it and then I went and went into that typical like kind of the Alice in Chains three, four, the right. black, you know, the intro part, just that, you know. Right. And then I thought it'd be kind of cool to go into a four-four more metalish type yeah. of yeah. chorus, and then back into the three-four, and, the, and um, and that all kind of put itself together pretty quick. And then we gave it to Joe; he kind of came up with some lyrics. I remember back; I mean, it took a couple of weeks to, and we flushed it out. But I remember Joe coming back and saying, because the one part was just, he's like, "I just don't like it." The weird middle creepy part that okay. I the whole song yeah. and i was just like man it's like because he he chops him up and he says what do you think i, of will, that? I, I, I will absolutely chop his shit up I'm like, okay i don't like that now now here check, you know, check this out. and i listened to it and i'm like yeah i'm like I, first i just really here i was so when i was hearing it i was hearing kind of those epic metallica songs yeah that kind of that they kind of slow down in the middle those yeah. old metallic and they yeah, kind of do yeah. those weird kind of and then they kind of yeah. pull back up. yeah i kind of felt like it needed that and and joe's more of a let's keep it tight straight ahead okay. and i was just let's just let it see what happens i feel he like you, kinda, i feel I, like you won chuck because no, no, <laughs> he was right he was right well, well, i mean it did sound bad it did and 
and I, it, again, this comes down to the production stuff. And it wasn't until I started adding all the weird zombie walks and, yeah, you know, me getting a, a behind, back behind it that kind of filled in those weird spaces. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when I added all that junk, it's, it, you know, just atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Then it kind of like, okay, now it feels right. And I felt like it needed it because it was leading into approach. Yeah. Right. And I really wanted to use the Juno 106 wind sound from <laughs> from Holy Diver. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is really the whole goal of it. There you go. That's it. That's what it all boiled down to. So, but that was, um, but yeah, that one took a little bit to kind of because we yeah. back and forth back and, and forth. Okay, right? I mean, we do that though. I mean, I mean, I think every musician does that. That that right. writes. I mean, we'll we'll go back and forth on things, and eventually, right. I mean, it's all text, and then right. then it's more of like, okay, I'm calling the guy. Right. I mean, we'll and then it is, we go out to the car and listen to it because that's how it's like. I'll I'll try to mix something. I mean, you're looking at my studio, right? The, the, I don't have a studio. Right. <laughs> it's. You know, right. This is not professional. Right. No, all. but the, the car test is always the best one anyway. You know, and, and I was doing that when I was working in the big studios. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, like, no. I, wait, whenever we used to record anything, it was the same thing. Like, okay, the sounds good now. Let's get in the car and see what it really exactly. sounds like. like. Yeah. And I was even like, give, give, burn me a cassette and let me listen to it in my old cassette. Yeah. I hear it compressed. Right. And see what it sounds like. Right. But, and that, and I'll make notes middle and then come back in and try to, and then my ears are shot and, and my ears are shot anyway, because I stick my head in Marshall's for too long and I'm, <laughs> I get tonight. I'll do it. So bad, so, but it's, I think that's one really cool thing about us is we just, we're also, we don't have any egos. We don't care. Yeah. No, you it's can like, tell. That sucked. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, he'll, he'll flat out tell me that was not good. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, Take the day off and go do it again. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. or, or, or I, I, I kind of like this. Well, let yeah. me listen to it again. Like, let me hear yeah, what you're exactly. I, I'm not go, hearing what you're explaining. I mean, kind of like Eater of the Dead. I mean, I, I, I was not hearing what he was hearing. Yeah, yeah. But then, then we got it. You can. <laughs> Who's that? that? That's Nico. Nico. Just sneak through. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, but 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 that's perfect, though, because I think when you have a working relationship like that, where you can be honest with each other and you don't have ego and you're not going to take it personally, you can you can take more risks and and trust each other that neither one of you is going to go. Yeah, that sounds great because you're afraid, you know, you have to be polite or whatever. And then the song just suffers for it. So, I mean, I. I appreciate that. And I wonder too, if the fact that you guys do have that distance helps with that too, because you know, it's time and it's, it you would, know, there, it would be so much better if we were yeah, together. I mean, well, we, sure. we've known each other for so long. I mean, we're yeah. brothers. I mean, it, yeah. it's like, I don't think that would matter. Cause we're, yeah. I, I just don't care about the, it's yeah. I'm just yeah. so over the whole thing. I, 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 I think it's why we work together really well, though. I mean, it's yeah. like we we're just like let's just make something fun. Let's have right. fun. That, right. That's our I'm number one really. rule. Like, I like to create have fun. Have no, fun. I, I, is yeah. our number one rule. Fun. And then make it make it sound as good as we can, and and that we're happy with it. Right. Right. 
Right. If, if, if people like it, they like it. If they don't, then they don't. Yeah. Okay. Big deal. <laughs> no, but the, but there's freedom in that though, right? Because yeah. it's it's <clears throat> what's the point of making music just for other people? You know, it's too difficult and it's too difficult, especially when you guys have the aesthetic that you do, you know, that you know that you want to make music that's fun. You know, you want to make stuff that's in a particular set of lanes, at least, and that that evokes particular kinds of music genres, whatever, like, you, you know, that that's and, and I think that 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 where you guys tend to land musically and again, not to make it sound like everything you do sounds the same but you do have a distinctive sound. You do have a distinctive feel to your stuff. And I think that it is a sound that is easier for people universally to enjoy. And I think a lot of that is also because it is so fun, you know, that you guys are just, you're having a really good time. It's fun. <laughs> I gotta be honest. It's like the fact that you're even talking about this is, a little bath. <laughs> you don't know Christina. Uh, well, no, I mean, it, it's so it's, I mean, it's humbling. It's awesome. There it's you like, go, ladies you. and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm baffling. I've been called worse, Chuck. Well, That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, you've got a great name. I mean, it's my wife's name. So, oh, well, there you go. But um, I, I know when we started this, I kind of Joe started like, I was just honestly, it was like, you know, I was putting some stuff on SoundCloud because I hated going back because I like listening to this the music. Right. And I hated just going and having to not be able to just listen to the next track. I have to go back and yeah. you know on Dropbox. We've had these songs for a long time. So I started putting some stuff on SoundCloud just so I could hear a track listing. Right. And it was and when the magic thing happened, I was kind of that's when we kind of like, man, can we like put this up on right? like something and it was more for just so we can have it so I can on Apple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that was our big thing. We, we just wanted to be on the, the streaming service. I mean, I, I didn't mean, expect that, that is really the, the five people to listen to this. We didn't care at all. But, that, I mean, but that's, that's a great way to come into it though, because you didn't have any expectations, right? You really, truly were just and, doing it for yourselves. Well, and still don't have any expectations. <laughs> just, 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 we're just having fun. But Joe's all of a sudden found this whole new community of like all these musicians and stuff. And it's like really cool. Yeah. And, and I you mean, guys have been adopted and that's it. Now oh, you have yeah. no choice. I you wish I no had choice. some more time to, I've got two teenagers and a eighth or a sixth grader. Yeah. yeah, no, you don't have any time for anything. So. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the funny thing about that is like, you know, when, when we when we release the EP, you know, when we finally was like, okay, let's put it on this circuit and do all do all that, you know, that stuff. I was like, oh, shit, we should probably promote it. We didn't even think of that. I mean, that was not even in our plans. So I, I, I created a Facebook, you know, I, yeah. I think I already had that done. But okay. I wanted to like join the groups for the magic, the gathering kind of groups. Yeah, that, sure. that was my initial plan. Okay. I was like, I just want to get that out there because I, I thought the people would absolutely love it. Love yeah, it. exactly. So I went the correct way. I didn't want to be banned, you know, for, for, for our account. Uh, I went to the admins of those groups. I was like, here's my deal. This is what we're doing. It's even on our website telling us about the whole right. magic card thing. Right denied man on all of them 
They do not want to have anything to do with it. They don't do promotion crap on. I So I was really bummed out about that. I remember telling Chuck, I was like. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like, hey, I baked this cake for you. And they're like, fuck you and your cake. We don't want it. Yeah. yeah I mean, so, like that. that's exactly the demo you would think logically. Yeah. To go. And I bet actually the people in the group would have loved it. But I'm sure yeah, admins are like, can, well. I think people can share it out within the groups and all that. Okay. You just can't you, promote you, it. I can't yeah. promote right. it. Okay. And that's when I went the other it's, route. Fast forward to Christina joining a bunch of Magic the Gathering groups and sharing <laughs> this fucking thing. Because <laughs> you know me, Joe. I'll end up yeah, doing I that. But you, yeah, I know, I know you. <laughs> like, uh, oh, God. Okay. That, that, that is where I discovered everything else. I mean, I, so okay. I went, you know, I was like, well, you know, people were telling me about these other groups, you know, band together, of course. Uh, but that's, and that's kind of how this all became, you know? Yeah. yeah and yeah. and I was telling Chuck one day, he, he goes, what the, he goes, I don't know what you're doing, but dude, keep doing it. Keep doing <laughs> you know? And I was like, well, we gotta do this. We gotta do this. And he goes, just have fun, man. Yeah. Chill. Have yeah. fun with it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, so. but it's both though. I mean, you can chill yeah. and have fun and have a little ambition and self-promotion. Yeah. And I mean, that's, you know, the community's down for it. So why the hell not? Right. 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 But okay, so I mean, so we talked a little bit about Hurl Through Hell, okay? And again, I got I got some Metallica vibes from that one. I'm gonna go right ahead and say it. I don't, I don't. Every time I say something, Chuck looks at me like, "What?" But then, <laughs> that's, that's what I. That's what yeah. I, I heard. I heard Metallica. Oh. I heard Enter Sandman and Pour Some Sugar on Me Have a Baby, and then turn it uh -huh. into something completely different, which I love. And 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 that that breakdown that you have that gets dark. You know, and and that really shreddy guitar and everything. I love that. That was thirty-eight special. I love. I love yeah, when when guitar. Oh, when but when like when guitar oh. and vocals work in <laughs> not that one. Like what work in tandem like that, where you where you have everything going up and down together. I love that. That's like that to me. The tempo of that is a little bit more metal, maybe than some of the other ones, right? And then I, you do this really cool thing. Okay, so guys, this it's I don't know. It's probably about two-thirds of the way through the song. Song is slowed down a good bit. Okay. And all of a sudden, you guys start with these O's. Oh, 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 oh. And oh, yeah. as you go, the tempo very subtly just comes up and then up and then up and then up. And then boom, you're right back into it. And you got this big solo going over. And I love that. I love that you... I love that when when I'm listening to the to the music, if you chose to stay in one spot of the song and just do that for the whole song, I would still have enjoyed it. But I love that that by the second or third one that I because I had heard gold obviously and but like I was like okay, this is not going to stay this way. You know, this tempo is not going to hold the the rhythm's not going to hold. Time signature is not going to hold. And and I was waiting to hear where the song would go, you know, and then in a song like Insidious Dreams, where it doesn't change as much, I was just as satisfied, you know, so it's not like there's a gimmick there of like, okay, you know, they're going to start in one place and then go to another yeah. and I'm, I'm waiting to, you know, it's like the M. Night Shyamalan of, of music kind of thing, as I say, you know, <laughs> it's not like that, but I, I, I really find the, the choices that you guys make in terms of of feel i'm not going to say genre because i think that's a little too heavy-handed for what's going on in each song but like the feel of each song and then the feels of each song and then the tempo changes and the rhythm changes and and all of that and i, I think there really 
interesting, and I mean that in a good way, not a euphemistic way, kind of choices because it keeps me listening, you know, and, and I, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at Chuck and I can see completely the Chuck is like, what is this chick? Like these songs are just fun. And what is she doing? And we're like, psycho. but Joe, you know how I am, right? Like I, oh, I, yeah. I go, I go deep. I can't help it. So like I, she does her homework, Chuck. I, but I, her thing. You would have known. No, I didn't I, tell you. I, I did not want to say anything. I, I was like, I was waiting. Just for me, for me to weird Chuck out. But no, but like I, I think it's. It just reminds me of like you know those memes where like a couple is lying in bed and like you know the husband has his back turned or whatever, and the wife is like, I wonder if he's you know thinking he doesn't love me anymore or you know maybe he's disappointed or whatever or whatever and then like it's and the guy's like the nick's lost you know and it's like that's what i feel like chuck and i are doing here because i'm like tell me about the deep meaningful whatever and he's like i picked up a card and i liked it and then i wrote a little song about it but like but i i think what's happening here is that what you're intending and how you're proceeding don't necessarily equate to what you end up with at the end of it, right? So I'm on the other end of this listening and I'm hearing all this stuff. I'm not looking for it. So you've no, I, done it. You just might not have intended to do it. We, we were in bands for years. Uh-huh. We listened to music for years. So uh, it's, I, I would give anything to have a band like like on those songs i had like one of the guys i play magic with is a bass player okay and he's kind of a steve harrisy type bass player i was like victor please you've got to play bass on these because i just can't do them justice thank you buddy. and i'm like thank god victor played yeah. bass on those so yeah fun. yeah i mean seriously and it was just like night and day i'm like this oh is, yeah you know it's like there they are and um i it's it's funny. I'm trying. I, I he lives down the street. I've I play disc golf with a guy um, who's a he was a drummer in a pretty big band, and he gives drum lessons. And I'm trying to take drum lessons from him just so I can learn something about drums. Because okay. there's when I'm programming this stuff, it's like I'm not a drummer. I I think I've got good rhythm. I was always a rhythm, more of a mm -hmm. rhythm player than a lead player, mm. and it, it so it, like the tempo things i just felt like it needed it, i'm always trying i hate drum machines let me that, that's one thing and i'm always trying to i'm always trying to change the drums a little bit like because you've got this midi in there and i'm always going in there and like well let's push that one a little bit like maybe the drummer hit that a little early right right it, on every trying to add the the a human element to it yeah, that's i was just gonna part. say trick shot use that with the human element that's it because it 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 you'd almost rather have something be imperfect right and have it be more visceral and, and real than have it be absolutely perfect and soulless so i yeah i hear you right. and as i and as i learn logic more and more it's like i'll go in and like sometimes in the courses i'll bump the tempo up one like from 125 mm -hmm. to 126 okay it, yeah it's like you don't notice it but it but or you push it just a little bit or then you pull it just a little bit right. and that's and i you know I, I can feel that well you're 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 trying to emulate 
a live in a band. experience. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it's like, cause I just, I miss being in a band. I miss yeah. playing with a live person and just that, you know, feeling a drummer. I, yeah. There's something about playing with a drummer and play, and just yeah. walking in. Yeah. And, just that, and especially when you play with somebody for a long time, you know what they're going to do. Yep. It's like as much as Sean and I, well, you know, it's like I can feel him. Yeah. It, you know, this is the drummer from White Lies and now it's yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It, it's like, and uh, I was trying to program drums like he would play. Yeah. On the in is like just to get that feeling, you know. Yep, yep, yep. So, no, I, everybody, everybody who's a musician who's listening to you right now knows exactly what you're talking about. I know, yeah, but, I know exactly what you mean. There's a, and again, being being in a band that's 100 percent online, I understand where you're coming from because there is that alchemy, you know, where you're looking at people on stage and you're, you're feeling the kick under your feet and you're just, you're in that space together. And it's not that it can't be great when it isn't that, but there isn't anything like that either. And, and so I, I do understand what you mean. I do. And I, I actually, I love that you're trying to affect that. Yeah. And I think that's, that's definitely the weakest part of all of this is the drums. Hmm. I mean, I I feel like I spent a lot of time on the magic stuff, like more than it. It just kind of happened though. It's like for some reason it just worked mm. with yeah. that. And the other mm. songs, it's like I'll go back and go back and go back and go back. Like we're working on one right now for this new thing that's coming out. Yeah. And I don't even know if Joe's noticed it. Um, song called uh, what's it called? I noticed everything. Freak the the freaking one. Freak show. Freak show. I changed the drums to where it pushes more in the song, but then we finish with a chorus. But I finished with the chorus pushing like it used to, and it changes the whole feel of it. Yeah, okay. you changed it up. I heard that. Did you? So it's like now I feel like the song flows better. Okay. Just it's because it's like, it's like that. It's I mean, moving yeah. now and then after the we kind of got this break and then it kind of it kind of slows you back down and mm-hmm. kind of gets into this more of a kind of a subtle groove kind of a thing. And it kind of, okay. and then it kind of, and, it, and it, so I'm still kind of working through that. And that's usually my last thing I do is I kind of, after we get the song done, then I'm going to go back and then I really start focusing. On and, yeah. 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 And yeah. Usually just, I've got to be in the right headspace to do that. And I'm not a drummer and that's what I wish I would. And I've got to go get, Steve but, but, you, but you hear what you you keep using that phrase like the song needed to do this or i felt like it needed this here or needed that there and i think that that's it's the same way you talk about playing guitar right it's that you're not much of a guitarist or you're not a drummer but i think that you you have instincts of a guitarist you have instincts of a drummer you know well, i mean I'm i think a, I, i'm a I, 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 I'm not a drummer. I'm a, I am a guitar player. Yeah, yeah guitar you are. Player. No, but I'm saying, but more specifically than that, though, this sort of this delineation that you make between people right. who are more intentional or, you know, um, right. educated or trained right. in these things versus what your ear is just telling you it to is. do. But, but, but I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is I'm not sure how different the outcome it's, would be in every case. You know really, what I mean? Thankfully, we live in a world now where we have this software. Right. 
yeah. that it's uh, honestly the um the t- the, the t- I, we I, I use tune track I, I we're not sponsoring it. I don't even know anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, come on, play. But um, the, the hope would be that I they would sponsor reaper. you. But yeah, okay. It's not that. <laughs> but what you've got is you've got all these real drummers playing mm-hmm. grooves, mm-hmm. and you you can buy these packs. That if anybody's watching this, I mean, that is trying to because that's as a guitar player wanting to just make music. That was my one thing I struggled with was getting drums. Yeah, and trying to do this drum thing. And yeah. what I found was they seem to find the easiest way to do it was, I was just, um, because you can come up with the drum part. And if you, and the thing is the these packs aren't that expensive just to buy the drum loops right. and I can throw in. So, okay, this is kind of what I'm hearing, you know, right. and, and throw it up there. And then it'll give me like, okay, it's a 67% that this one matches, a 78% that this one matches. And you play it, and it's a real drummer playing. Right. And you've got ghost notes, and you've got – Right. It, and it feels like – and then you can take that MIDI thing of a real drummer playing, and then it's like, well, let's say I want to – well, I can just drag. So now it's – so you can really make You're it Kind of Frankensteining it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah but it's got the feel of a real drummer because a real yeah. drummer did play. It. Right. It's right. And I think that's just brilliant. I mean, what I always say this to Joe is like, if we had this technology when we were 18, Oh, oh yeah. my God. Cause we spent $15,000 in the oh, studio God. and came up with crap. Mm. You know, it's just, yeah. we really, you know, it was, it was an experience, but it was, you know, sound quality was yeah. what we got from it was just mm. ridiculous. And it's like, you know, it's like the world of music right now is so open and yeah. brilliant just because of all the things we can do and all the creativity that, you know, it's like yeah, a photographer. I'm so glad we had that now, though, because I, I don't know where I'd be without, like, oh, yeah. being able to create. I, I can come down here every day and just create something. Right. Yeah. You know, just, it, it's it's so cool. But to be a kid and be able to do that. Oh, I mean, yeah, way back. I mean, it's just, I, I'm envious. It's like all the photographers digital cameras. It's like. Right. I mean, God, give me that when I was, you know, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. The stuff I would be coming up with, you know, it's just, it's so cool. And, yeah. you know, and you need, we need to explore that. I hope, you know, kind of like what you guys were talking about the other night. There's so many little avenues of stuff to just pluck from. That's you right. Know, you know, the, the, I remember going in school and reading books like that. But the, I went to school before Napster happened. So, and it was like, you know, we were still in this old mode of the recording industry and, right. you know, and right. just, you really relied on those A&R people. Yeah, it was, it was only accessible when they wanted it to be and, yeah. yeah. Right. And, and, you know, but it is, it's, now we have this and you can kind of really go discover your, your stuff. I mean, the delusion is though that you're accessible to everything. Mm. You know, my kids have a genre, but. I don't see the, you know, it's like, there's not that brother. I don't know. I don't see like the, the metal kids. There's the new wave kids. There's the, oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's really everybody listens to everything. Anymore. Yeah. That, actually, that's an interesting, that's an interesting point. Things were a lot more. You know, like I said, I didn't segmented. like, I listened to Duran Duran. That, that, I was talking you know, about the I mean, earlier. 
I did not tell people I love the disco, but man, I had that disco album. Right. I, I mean, because I, I just loved it. I, I mean, there was something about it that I just loved. I, I mean, that's, you know, wherever you know, told I was made but, for loving you. But you, but no, but, but I mean, like, and the thing is, if you listen to Dave Grohl talk about, you know, Nirvana. If you listen to Nevermind, the Nirvana record, I pulled so much stuff from the Gap Band and Cameo and Tony Thompson on every one of those songs. All that. That's wow. It's old disco. That's all it is. <laughs> Can I not hear that? Nobody makes the connection. And like, yeah. so there, there is absolutely, you know, people will shit on particular genres or whatever, but the, there are things that get wildly popular usually get wildly popular for a reason. They might not be completely great, but there's something in there. There's something to it. And again, you know, this idea of what we're talking about that, you know, now you can take things, you can pull from things, you can Frankenstein yeah. things and, 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 and create stuff that you couldn't because the technology is there. And I think, you know, now what we're hearing is there's so much genre crossing that we're getting completely different kinds of music coming out now, different genres altogether, because why the fuck not? Why not put two things together that you didn't think worked together? But I mean, so, okay, so j just to kind of, because I think the only one on the EP that we haven't really talked about yet is Bonfire of the Damned. Now, we did play it on the, the, the live number four, um, you know, and of course, we, we always have to shout out our girl, Kimmy, Mama's Maiden. Thank you, Kimmy. Thank you, Kimmy, who did the fantastic video for that. But so, I mean, that one... I, I'm like, it's almost like a punk rock metal feel for that one for me. I almost get a little like, like a, a, a more gourmet rebel yell kind of thing going on there. Like it's got the, dun, 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 the very driving. And I, I, I think, you know, for the, for the lyrics to that one, you know, this whole idea of mass hysteria and just everything's going to burn or whatever. It's got that urgent feel to it for me and again not a song that that changes a whole lot from beginning to mm -hmm. end that one's a steadier one but like that one just again cool card is there any story behind that one <laughs> just a cool um, card yeah that was one that was just a yeah i i thought we needed a fifth song <laughs> it, it was it's like I, I felt we needed a fifth ep song for a if you wanted a definition yeah. for the word humble people, it's going to have Chuck's it's, picture well, next no. to it in the dictionary. Like, and and then, and that you song, need something to close it all out, though. Yeah. I mean, everything you heard, all the four songs. You didn't, you that, didn't have a closer before that. You're yeah. right. I mean, yeah. and that, I mean, with all the fire, you know, yes. the, the whole yeah, yeah, fire yeah. of the damn thing. I mean, it just like really, really tied it up to me. Yeah, and it's a straightforward just rock song. I mean, it was, it was, and I, 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 that one did take maybe, I don't know, probably about a half hour, an hour to come up with. I mean, to be honest, it was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's a cool riff. And that one I just gave straight to Joe and just like, hey, we need this. Here's the song title. I don't think I came up with any lyrics for that. No, it was, it was just the track. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was all. I was just. We just needed something. It was like, and just coming into that, you know, no intro. It was like, start singing immediately. I, I like that. It's, yeah. you know, that's the yeah. Bon Jovi, you know. Yeah. The yeah, yeah, the the yeah. yeah, 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 totally. The big, yeah. Yeah. The, the big vocal. 
Yeah. Right. Just like, bam. Let's just hit it, get it, go. In, out, and, done. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's funny. It's like, I didn't really like that song at first. It just kind of grew on me. Okay. It was one of those, I uh, thought it was kind of a throwaway. And then, and we, it actually took a lot, a little bit longer than uh, we tweaked that one a while because it wasn't flowing. No, no. I mean, the, the chorus wasn't right. I mean, there's a lot of points. I mean, that that wasn't right in that song. But um, I think I think we I think we nailed it at the end. I mean, it, it's like straightforward. Yeah. Just like yeah. I mean, it's just it's almost punishing. You know, it's like yeah. And, and no, it's it's relentless, but in a good way because you're yeah. just you're in it. You have us. You've grabbed us. You're throwing yeah. us around for a couple minutes, and then you're done. You know, and it just it ends the whole yeah. thing on a burn. You know, and you're out. Um, and no, and it's it's. You're exactly right, though, because if you asked me if it could have been any other song that ended that EP, it, it couldn't have been. I mean, then I guess, you know, we have the two singles that, you know, I mean, Nightmare, obviously, we played two. But so talk to me a little bit, Joe, about Rise of the Outlaws, because as I said, that one's that one's a little outlier. That is a, a full on throwback song. OK. Oh, yeah. I mean, so me and Chuck wrote that. Uh, couple years maybe three years ago okay. um and we were i think we were really testing out the whole streaming service thing okay i was like what song should we just throw out there just to see how it how it all works you know and this is after we came up with the freaky things name and all that so okay so we threw that out there because i i mean we actually like that song a lot i mean it's a lot of fun it's, yeah it's a, it's a fun throwback song and that's you know we're, 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 we, we call it vintage melodic rock. I mean, okay. Where we're at. So yeah, yeah. It's a great song. I agree. Here are. Oh, he's yeah. back. You're back. No, yeah. I mean, I, I, I have to ask you about the intro to that song. Cause oh, yeah. you've got that quirky. Is that a, like a, like a really weirdly tuned Scott Joplin? Is that, or is it just reminiscent of that? Because it's got That's some entertainment. Uh, yeah, Rise of the Outlaws. That is, uh, it's another tune track. Um, it's called Easy Keys. Okay. And it's, uh, I forget what it is. It's an, up, it's an old upright piano. Like, yeah, like a player a, piano almost kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And I, I kind of got, you know, that kind of old, time piano yeah it, and, it sounds a lot like the well, entertainer to me but like well, if you like if, i went i went and found some old um player piano like stuff from that era yeah and just like that was like um what do you want to call it what am i trying to think of um what's the open copyright what is that called like in the i don't know but it does, in the, well it's it, it's past open, the open copyright no, it's when when something's in the open. Oh yeah, yeah, like the free. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Of course, I'm not going to be able to think of it, but but it's well, um, it, it's it's I I just can't. I'm having a mind blank. It's okay, but when it's you it's, know what I'm it's talking yeah about. yeah it's it's, it's when it's there's no more copyright anymore. It's yeah right. It's open source like type yeah like you can use it like right. I could go I could go publish um the Wizard of Oz right because it's not right. copyrighted anymore right right the book. So you found something like that. I found something like that, the MIDI of it. And then I transposed it to the key that our song was in. Right. Okay. And, and just, I just thought it was a cool, cause it's all about, you know, the, you know, what was I, it was another, I was, <laughs> <laughs> 
what why why did I write this song? This was originally supposed to be a white lies song. Okay. This was originally supposed to be a white lies song, and I was specifically writing it so our other guitar player could have a lead part because I thought okay. he would play a really good lead part on it. Okay. Um and I specifically was trying to write something very Dawkins-esque, very George Lynchy. Okay. Like old, like from underlocking. Yeah, I did, I did tell her it was old school. I mean, it had a yeah, school. Yeah, well, that's what it came yeah. from. It was like, yeah, it was yeah. Straight up, let's make this as Dawkins-ish like as possible. That mm -hmm. just those kind of and and why we used to use those kind of weird Dawkins kind of chords a lot. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically, that's what it was, and then. I th you came up with the lyrics and it was just like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, it's yeah. The yeah. Bon Jovi were outlaws, you know, it's like, yeah, there was, a little, it was, it was a little, it, it doesn't sound like wanted dead or alive, but it kind of had that, you know, yeah. thematic kind of, but, but you know, I heard some audio slave in that. I heard a okay. little, I did. Wow. I heard a little bit. I heard a little bit of like a stone in there for me. There, there's a, there's a particular refrain around the chorus that, that I, I, I kept going, God, what is that? And then I'm like, it's audio. Cause I knew I was hearing Cornell and then I'm like, what is it well, though? There it's is not a, there is a weird kind of off chord I play and it's, I, I kind of like let something ring and I, it's, it, it does kind of give this kind of, uh, I don't, I'm going to say the wrong thing, but it kind of feels like it's diminished ish kind of weird Vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and and it it works it's because kind of it's, weird, thing it makes the whole thing have that kind of western kind of you know like draw your guns. It it it, it works, and yeah. I, I also appreciate what is the dialogue at the end though, because you know you hear the boots walking. Is that from a movie or like? Well, you know? it's a lot of it's sound effects, but yeah, it's from Tombstone. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I cut it up enough to where it's like and i could kind of took pizza pieces but yeah it's all from tombstone and we, okay. we got away with it nobody's yeah. nobody's banned it yet so whatever. well you are not the droids you're looking for makers of tombstone so nobody <laughs> nobody needs to know anything nobody about that but it. again no. i think I, you mean the pizza you're talking about the pizza right it's, tombstone yeah, yeah. pizza yes <laughs> has nothing to do with val kilmer pizza blimp that's right no <laughs> but no okay and then so yeah. then that would bring us up to gold which again that song's only been out what six weeks or so and you know, a couple months <laughs> <laughs> but i mean but that one is i feel like things jumped up from that one to me like it's like almost like you guys started not another level because that implies that everything that came before it was not there but there's a polish to that one there's um you know that one's very radio friendly to me, I think that's the oldest one. On the is it really, really? <laughs> so when was when was that one written? It, it, oh, hold yeah, on, it's, it's pretty old, but it's like exactly. uh, we, that was really struggle, old. We struggle with that one. Really? Like, yeah. Okay, talk to, talk to me about what was what was the struggle? I want to see if I can find when that was written. Yeah, it was um, the struggle was the choruses. The, the choruses were not right. Well, no, how I was singing it was not right. The, okay. The Okay. I had some crazy. I mean, Chuck sent me like kind of what he thought it should be. Well, okay. originally, I don't even think you were going to sing. That wasn't even a song you were. I was even thinking about you even doing. Oh, who in the hell were you going to have do it? It was just going to be. It was just kind of one of my things. Remember, off, Chuck? Well, no, but it's <laughs> like. <laughs> oh my God! You're fired. You two. You two are. You two. 
Oh my God. When you said your brothers, you're not kidding. Holy shit. You're fired or I'm fired. One of the two. That's hilarious. You're I'm both fired. You can both rehire each other. That's right. Freaky.com, things.com. Oh no. I'm sure things.com is actually freaky.com is probably, yeah, no, no we're not announcing, right we're not announcing the band breakup on this show. No, no, that no, would make no. me and everyone else sad, but that would be okay. Hilarious. So it's an old song though. We know this. Yeah, it's fairly old. It, okay. It, no, it, it was one that was written a while back, but we kind of put that on the, put it on the back burner. Didn't okay. touch it for a long time. Okay. Until recently, I think. And then I was like, God, that song is so good. I, I, I feel it's just a really, really good song. Yeah. And then, you know, Chuck revisited and I revisited and we kind of worked out things. And... Okay. Yeah. That was one I think we discussed at the pool party. It's like, let's, cause we we're part yeah. of the whole idea behind this project. I don't even call this a band because it's, yeah, it's, it's our project. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, was we're, you know, it's all about, because we've got other, I mean, boy, if I could get you to sing the invisible, that would be kind of cool. Okay, um, we'll work on that. All right. yeah. on line, yeah. That's that's like We're having you know, an impromptu band meeting, folks. But yeah, okay. Right, so. yeah. But but no, that's, know, what do you guys think I should do, chat? Should yeah. I work with Chuck a little bit more? Um, should I do invisible? Don't yeah, to the chat. Yes, you should. In, I'm invisible, telling you, invisible's yeah. got kind of a 21 pilots. Kind of it's feel so weird, yeah. To it, okay. It's, it's all about being. Uh, it's kind of about me, and then relating to my son, being kind of the kid that's a little shy at school, mm. and kind it's, of. It's, like, act, it's a really good song. I just totally forgot about it, to be honest. Yeah, but it's it's it's, it's definitely got. It's up. all. It's kind of. Ba it's very very twenty one pilots. Okay. That's yes, kind of, then yes, you should do it, Joe. There you yeah. go. Okay, thanks. I have I have solved this problem. I always you, follow the rules. You know this. I always follow directions. <laughs> right. Otherwise, mom puts you in the corner. That's right. Yeah, but, but okay, gold, so I'm I'm surprised yeah. that's an older one. Okay. Yeah, gold's one of the older ones. How that much was, did you rework it though when you case it sounds like you felt like a, a decent amount of the chorus needed to change? No, I think it was more the verses. The verses needed to change. Oh, I thought you I said the. Oh, okay. like, oh, you said it was the way you were up. singing it. Okay, yeah. I got you. Okay. Yeah, I had a lot of stuff to it that didn't need to be there. He wasn't uh, singing it like I wanted him to sing it. Yeah. Okay. He, he okay. wasn't happy with it. He needed to sing it like I originally sang it. Yeah. And I didn't <laughs> like didn't how know. he originally sang it. I know. It. Okay. And then that fight ensued. He won again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, I, I've got, read a lot of wars, man. Hey, we, we, we still got story of our lives and wake and all yeah, the other things we, to we fight got, about that you could so win. Songs. I mean, we, we've got, I mean, I want to start, I'm gonna, I want to start working this winter on the new magic songs, volume two. Oh, okay. God. Okay. Five songs. I mean, we're going to pick them. We're going to have to do blue and green colors now for all those players. <laughs> what, whatever we got to do, I'll do it. Okay, but so then, then that leads me to one of one of my last questions for this before we wrap up. So you have this new thing coming out. When do you think the new thing, as you keep calling it, will be out with these with this next set of songs? Not the magic uh volume two, but the next thing. What's well, the it's guess? supposed to be out in four days? It was four so, days. Well supposed to be. Well we were supposed well, we're talking so we're supposed to release it on Halloween. Yeah. Okay. This is but an EP? Yeah, four songs. Well, yeah. it, what <laughs> Joe's like, let's do Nightmare for Halloween. 
okay. <laughs> so that'd be cool. We haven't done anything. Gold's been out a while. Let's do Nightmare. Yeah. Some Halloween. Okay, cool. So I, we started. I started listening to it, and I go, Joe, this is too short. And it's really not that short, but it just feels short. Because it just kind of it's like it's just a normal song. It's like right, yeah, it's a it's, song. <laughs> exactly. They all heard it. Yeah. Joe likes stuff to fade, and I like stuff that hits. Okay. Ends. He likes stuff that fades out, and I like stuff that just ends. Because okay. I you can't fade stuff out live. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's in his eyes. Just, just the guy at the at the PA it's just slowly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But so I'm listening to it in the car and I'm going, I want something else. You're waiting for something thinking, else there's a whole bunch of, We've got a whole bunch of songs that kind of have a Halloween-ish. Mm. We've got this like psycho beast in love and then there's Bloodsucker blood and then there's Freak Show. Yeah, all right. Then, I'm then, the, from the titles alone, I'm, I'm, I'm then, sensing a bit yeah. of a theme. Yeah, okay. Then, then we've got Rise that could have been cool because it's all about zombies and yeah. But, but that's too thrash metal. That's straight up thrash metal. Okay. Like full on thrash metal. Nothing it's, wrong with that. <laughs> no, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. But, um, so then this so, so we're, we're was trying great. to get a release, but I've had the COVID. Right. And then so trying I, to get over that crap and I got to fix a bunch of stuff. So and my wife in Germany promises. and I've had kids and it's just, so yeah. we're trying to get and mix it okay. up. I tried. So, so it, but, it will be coming. It'll be quick. Yeah. Right. We'll get it out. So maybe, maybe even by the time this is aired, maybe. Oh, we'll see. I'd say for sure. Okay, look at that. I'd say maybe somewhere no, between sure. maybe and for sure. No, <laughs> it, this is within. It, it's going to be done quick. I'm the final button pusher. Okay, that is true. He is the final button pusher. <laughs> so he could just delay it just to win this one argument. You don't yeah. know. You, you yeah. really don't know. But okay, speaking of arguments, okay. Oh we, have a, we have a little bit of business to do before I can let you gentlemen go. And I think we all know what's coming, especially you, Freaky. But we do like to end every episode with a little segment we like to call In the Vox Seat. Seat. My seat. My seat. You got my knee, and now it's time for my seat. Um, so, I, Chuck, for your edification, I have asked every musician that I've interviewed on this show the same five questions. So you're each going to answer them. Hmm? Good thing I'm a photographer and not a musician. <laughs> Fantastic. That's a good way to go into this. But all right, here we go. First question. If you had to describe Freaky Things as music in five words or less, what would each of you say? Freaky. Okay, that, right? But, you use that, right? But, freaky. But, one. Okay, freaky. That's one. Fun. Fun. Don't say things. Things? No. Uh, vintage. Okay, freaky, fun, vintage. Okay. I should know this by now because I'm on this all the time. <laughs> no, I like that you didn't plan it ahead, though. I'm always grateful when people do it extemporaneously because I think it's more fun that way. Not everybody has. I I could think of at yeah. least two people who have no practice. That's ahead, four. What is it? That's four, Joe. Are you done? Yeah. Three. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Oh, you're going to let him just get by with four? Yeah, yeah. She, yeah she, she, I said she, five words yeah. or less. Oh, oh or, or less. less. Okay. Or um, less. Ex experimental, um, selfish, meditative. Um, let's see. 
I did not expect that. Yeah, I, I'm well, that's gonna what ask it you. is. So, well, all right. Give me, give me. Are you? Do you have two more? Um, energetic. Okay. <laughs> it could be or less. Coffee. Coffee. Good. Glad we held out for that last word. But okay, so so explain to Joe and to me and to the folks at home, selfish. Do you mean because you're you guys are doing it for yourselves or Yeah. I mean, for me anyway. Okay. It was, I, I'm doing this for me. I love how Chuck's like, I'm not yeah, even yeah. doing it for Joe. I'm just doing right. it for me. He's yeah. actually doing it for me. He just he's I'm doing it for Joe. Because he wants to do it with I mean, I'm glad he's able to do it. Cause I was like, right. man, I'm so glad he's able to do this because I don't like the way my voice sounds. There you go. Okay. Okay. All <laughs> right. So I'm going to collaborate with, and if you're a musician, right. it's really hard to do anything on your own. Yeah. You need yeah. that so, at least somebody to, we, we do. We, yeah. We, we do They're have some, some tremendous solo artists who do do everything by themselves. But I do think that generally the consensus is that it is easier to have at least one other person you can bounce things off of. So yeah, I hear you. Okay. All right. Yeah. See, look at that. We had nine words. Joe, if at some point you want to use that other one, you'll call me and let me know. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Things. Okay. So things, things. Right? things. Um, okay. So now each of you, your favorite thing about being a musician. I, I think it's therapeutic. Okay. It's a big thing for me. Um, makes me feel young. I mean, really, I mean, take, I mean, I feel young. I mean, like when, when I'm like creating and I, and we, mm. we release something, I just, in the, the vibe I get out of that just it is amazing. Mm. Okay. I like that. That's Chuck. good, Joe. Thanks, Joe. What do you got? <laughs> he was just shaking his head at me. And I don't know what that meant. I like it. I like that. That's good. I, the best thing about being a musician, I mean, I don't know. I, I how about the best thing about being a music lover? Okay, sure. Why just, not? <laughs> you're gonna change the whole interview. I know. I just, I'm not a musician. I just, I can't. Oh I, my god. Okay. How about this? The best uh, thing about making music. music it's, it's, because it, it's just fun. It, okay. it take, it gives me a chance. I sit down at my computer and I just create. And the next thing you do, it's five hours later and you've done something. It's like, look, this is kind of cool. We've created something. Okay. And now I, I can it. go and now I can go make some photography around that. Okay. I love that I, yeah. I have people on this show who bear their souls, who tell me everything that's ever happened to them. They unpack their trauma with me. We cry, whatever. <laughs> And then I, it's blood from a stone here with Chuck. <laughs> Chuck is just like, it's, it's fun. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not actually a musician. I don't know why I'm here. You can, you can make it go down and up and it goes to, it goes to, it goes to 11. You can, you can tell this was done in the eighties, right? Oh my God. I, yeah. How, how graphic, how, how dirty can you go Shane, Shane Mashball Jones is going to love that guitar. Every, can, we get, can we get dirty? Because when you pick it, it looks like you're picking a part of a body yeah, part. That's, yeah, yeah, not yeah, bad. Yeah, eighties. Oh my goodness! Yeah. There are going to be people pausing the episode there for a couple minutes and then moving on. But all right, so okay, so then flip side for each of you, your least favorite thing about being a musician slash making music just for Chuck. 
carrying equipment. Okay. We don't carry equipment. I was going to say, I didn't think I, you did that. <laughs> I don't remember doing it, but I heard that's what happens. Okay. You're How about, oh, I don't know, something that applies directly wait, 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 to you. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. Hey, guys, I got my mic. Right. Oh, God, this is heavy. Hold on. Hey, what? hey, some of us singers actually helped carry yeah, everything that, else into. So no, that, well, that, that, is a myth. that is a myth. Singers always carry equipment. That's right. Okay, but Joe, no, really, your least favorite thing. There has to be something. <laughs> My big thing is when I can't get it. When I know mm. I'm in that zone and I'm, I'm like down here recording or whatever and I just mm -hmm. can't get it. Mm. And I, it, it bums me out, man. I mean, Chuck knows this. I mean, it, I, I'm just so close. Yeah. And I know what I want to do. Yeah. I can't, I can't hit it. That that takes me back to Ambrose from Anger Overdose. You yeah. know, that getting the thing that's in his head out yeah, into it, the world the way he wants it to sound. Out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That and carrying equipment in theory, which we don't even know. All right, Chuck, for you, well, the least equipment. favorite thing about making musician... Uh, Music, not as a musician. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I, I know. I, maybe getting a, a bad tip when you're getting paid for the pizza. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm not even going to fight it anymore. I'm just Okay, absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Everybody, welcome to my world. <laughs> Shut up. You know, it is frightening How do you, how do you get rid Jeff? of the guitar player? You Pay you for the, the grounding. You are the grounding force of this of this of this project, Joe, and that terrifies me. Terrifies me. How do you get rid of guitar player? Play for the pizza. That's what we. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not getting anything better than that. I'm going to move on. All right. I'm curious about this one because I I'm not sure what we're going to get for it. But if each of you so had, what happened? I'll be serious for one. Okay. All right. I'm with you. Look at that. Look how serious he is. Oh my God. Killing me, bro. Jesus. <laughs> Just turned into a God I am cover. So, okay. No, no. So, so, so do you have an answer for that or no? Oh, the, the, you know, yes. Remember the question I had the yes, least favorite thing. Uh, for, uh, okay. <laughs> what you said, that's the truth. Not, but if you've got an idea in your head and you can't get it. Yeah. Especially when you're, th that's why I'm taking lessons. Yeah. Is because it's like, man, I could make this so much better and I don't know how to. Mm. That drives me absolutely insane. And I'm like, I know, like, on the quick story about gold, I yeah. sent that to my guitar teacher and said, yeah. there's a part in here that's bugging me. Mm. Can you, do you hear anything? Mm. And he came up with four notes. Just a ding, ding, ding. And it's like, it changed everything and made the thing creepy. Mm. And I was like, I, I would have never thought mm. of those four notes. And he's like, this is why it works. Yeah. And he told me the theory behind it. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. that, that, that's the stuff that, and it's so simple, but right. why did I ever hear it? Right. I never would right. have thought to have heard it, I guess. Yeah. And it's like, all of a sudden he turned it into something you're just, instead of following along. It's like, just play this one note that's out of the right. And then come through. And I was like, okay. Yeah. That's, no, that's, that's the stuff. Yeah. And that's why I don't consider because he's a musician. Hmm. Hmm. 
Okay. No, I like I like that. I know. I, I I hear what you're saying. I hear you have a, you have a specific way that you think about this, and I respect that. Even if it might not be the same way that I do, I respect that. So, but the good thing is that you are accessing information that will give you some of that, so that you can do more of it on your own without needing someone else to kind of point you in the direction. No, it sounds mm -hmm. like it. But okay, so this one. As I said, I really don't know where you're going to go with this because we, I've heard so many influences so far. But if you had to pick just one album to listen to for the rest of your life, just one, I know, sorry, Chuck, what album would it be and why? Such sadness on the faces right now. Is it possible? Is it impossible? Can I have a double album? Like a. That's if a really difficult question. If it's, but I know, I know. That's why I ask it. But yeah, you, yeah. If it's a double album yeah. and it's and it's by a band, then yes, you can. I, I would probably, I'd probably go Dio. One of the albums, um, probably Holy Diver. Okay. Yeah, Holy Diver. I mean, okay. I could go Last in Line too. I mean. Can I sneak like two albums on the island? <laughs> you know what? If you happen to file something betwixt your cheeks, I'm not checking. So I guess maybe you can get away with it. But okay. But so why? Why that? I mean, I know that that Dio was a was a huge influence. But anything specifically about it? Yeah, probably, probably the best singer in metal. I, I mean, I mean, my opinion. Uh, but the the lyrical content, the whole magic, the whole. I, I'm just so into that, mm. uh, which is kind of funny. Chuck didn't think that I would because yeah, I'm into really that. into it. I play D and D. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like it, it was just amazing. I mean that that run. I mean, I loved him in Black Sabbath too when he replaced mm. Ozzy. I was totally into that. Heaven and mm. Hell is one of my favorite albums ever. Mm. <laughs> Shout out Superposition, Children of the Sea. Yay, John. Okay, Love so we it. got a Dio. Okay. Okay. All right, Chuck. Okay, ask the question again. Okay. <laughs> because it's important how you ask this question. Okay. Two trains leave Chicago. No. <laughs> okay. If you had to choose just one album to listen to for the rest of your life, what album would it be and why? Okay. Straight No Chaser by Thelonious Monk. Okay, did not see that coming. Tell me why. Because I love jazz, and because I don't understand jazz, <laughs> and I don't think I would get sick of it. Okay. I would get. I, I could name any album that I love, like Dio. Mm -hmm. If it's the only album I could ever listen to, I would get sick of it. Okay. And I know this because I accidentally brought one cassette with me on vacation once for a week and I'll never listen to it again. Okay. Are me and Chuck are going to be on the same island? Uh, yeah, well, actually, I, so, you know, I'm yeah, not sure, but wait, I need to know what I, like, I need to know. No one's ever asked that before. I think because you asked, you get to choose. So it's up to you. <laughs> so can we bring our recording stuff? No, <laughs> no, no, there's no electricity. I don't know how you're playing the song either, but this is a fantasy. So wait, I need to know what cassette you brought with you on vacation that has been ruined forever. It, actually, it hasn't, but for a while it was really 
Like I okay. did listen to it a lot. It was look what the cat dragged in. Okay. All I right. couldn't that that it's like I got really sick of that tape quick. <laughs> and but, right. but fascinatingly, I didn't get I did the same thing with another tape, which was uh um oh my god. Rage for order. And it didn't, I didn't quite get as sick of it. Right? Okay. Yeah. And it's like, but I think there was a, there was more going on to it, so okay. it kind of like didn't bore. It's like when you listen to power pop straight, and it's the only thing you've got to listen to on a week long vacation in a car. <laughs> with your parents, and you got your Walkman on, and it's like that's it. You're done. You're yeah. pretty sick of poison. <laughs> I love poison, but. Yeah. But enough already. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. We didn't mention we're going to do our pop rock EP too. That we're kind of. Oh, that's true. But yeah, okay. but, but the jazz I can never get sick of. Okay. Okay. Just, I, I don't know what's coming next, and it's always okay. and it's always fresh. I like that. And I love Thelonious Monk. So. Okay. All right. I think you were the first person to to name a jazz album for their Desert Island disc. So there you go. But which I have downstairs on vinyl. There we go. So. Okay. All right. Now. We're here. We're at the moment. This is it. This is the final question. Beer here. Freaky is in the chat leaving his own interview. <laughs> saying okay. don't do it. Okay. So Chuck, I assume you've heard, but maybe you have not, the insanely controversial landmine filled area into which you are both about to step. Um, this final question, I don't know exactly how freaky, how Joe became the poster child for one particular stance here. Um, I do know that literally no one on the planet cares as much about it as Joe does. And I love him for that, even though he might not actually care, but I think he does. Um, so I, I, I got to think given Joe's stance on this, that I know where you're going to go with this Chuck, but I will, I will ask the question first of, of Joe, but, but we're, we'll, we'll just see where we go with this. So, you know, what's coming and Dom, shh. your toilet paper roll. When you put the toilet paper on the holder, does the toilet paper come from over the top or do you pull it out from under the bottom and why Joe surprise me with your answer? Cause I have no idea what you're going to say here. None. I want to go over. Over, over Christina. Really? Over. I am shocked and amazed and astounded. Greg is giggling over here to my left. So, okay. Going over. So, you you have now standing dark at all what, cost. what you have been clamoring for lo these many months. You have an unfettered platform from which to make your case once and for all. And no one can argue with you except possibly Chuck, but you, you go for it. Just to I, I do believe it. that everybody's discussed this many, many times. There is a patent out like how you put a roll of toilet paper on the little holder thingy thing. Mm -hmm. Thingy thing. The thingy thing. The freaky thing. The freaky thing. The freaky thing. I mean, we, Chuck, we really need to market this. I mean, think about this. I use dude wipes, so. Gotta wait. Hold on, hang on to your dude wipes, whatever no. the fuck that's gonna be. But go ahead, go ahead, oh Joe. God, go ahead. This is, this, is, this is your so, moment. This is your so, moment. And, and and the argument is that the patents are so old, it's so old, blah, blah, way, way back in the day. You know patents change all the time, right? 
They're updated regularly. Mm-hmm. So the patents are real. And then I, I believe we've all spoken on the over army. You know, the numbers, <laughs> we had the numbers. There's only a few little people that can't get it. And uh, Shannon's young, Shannon's young, but she can be, you know, we're, we just need to get her like involved a little bit more with the over army. It'd be good. I think that's where okay. we're at. Okay. This Chuck, you have no idea what I'm talking about. I don't. So, so, so Chuck, just so, just so you have a little bit of color on this, we have a running tally of exactly how many people have Do not fuck this up, Chuck. Have answered over, <laughs> under, other, and then we have its own category, Dean. Um, so the over army, of which your compatriot is the king, I would say. Um, they are vehemently over the top people with the toilet paper. Then we have the under army. This is Dom from Jamsteak, who is sort of the the underlord of that of that group. Okay, and um, the over army has over forty people in it so far, and the under army has I think we're just under ten or about around ten. There's then we that have, many. There are that many. It's true. Oh, wow. um, so then we have the other category. Okay, this has involved things like Joel from Grimrock, who wants to put it on a paper towel holder so that it goes sideways instead of over or under. We have the people who don't give a fuck. We have the people who just go by whatever their spouse and or children and or roommates do. We have the people who put it on the back of the toilet tank. We have the people who are just happy to have toilet paper at all. Then we have the baby wipes users. We have a couple of those. We have a bidet oh. person. Okay. And then we have Dean. And Dean from the other broken ones kind of blew the whole thing apart because what Dean will do. I'll switch the role. To? Whichever direction it's not. <gasps> so if he goes into someone's house and it's over, he will take it and change it to under. And if he goes somewhere else and it's under, he will take it and change it to over. He is what I call a shit goblin. And the, so it is, shit, man. it is definitely the literal definition of a shit goblin. And so we have over, under, other, Dean. And I'm you've you've given it away a little bit here, but what the fuck are dude wipes and what is your answer, Chuck? I like Dean. That's okay, so <laughs> wait a second. Now, I just want to let everybody know I did okay. not tell Chuck anything. Okay. I wanted him to be surprised throughout this whole interview. He, he looks yeah. pretty surprised. Chuck has looked, I, I don't know if surprised is the right word. Chuck has had a look <laughs> okay, approximating so surprise for pretty much this entire my, thing. My, so my, I believe you. We, we, in, in, I, I have no idea what any of this is because I just don't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> Joe's been at my house. What was it? Over. Was it? Probably over. I don't know. Sure. I, I, I probably would have pulled a D move. <laughs> in, our, in my bathroom, in my room, okay. we've got wipes. Okay. Toilet paper in there too, but I, God only knows. But my wife is like, here, by the wipes. And we were in Walmart the other day and they got something called dude wipes. Dude wipes. 
dude wipes. <laughs> like, especially I'm hitting some dude wipes. Especially scented for the dudes. Yeah, so <laughs> is this like, you know, that women have to have pink razors and shit? Like, what is a dude wipe? Does it smell like beer and it, like, calls you baby and tells you to smile more? Like, what is know, a dude wipe? I but I'm ready to go buy some. <laughs> dude like, wipes. As soon as I'm okay. done with my little pack of wipes, my wife gets me. I'm buying dude wipes from now on. Dude wipes. We're gonna have to look that. Up. Okay, so we have. I don't know what we call this. I guess I'm. Joe. Oh, I, I think it's he's an thing. other. I he's think he's another. a dude wipe. Damn it, Chuck. Chuck, now the rest of my house. He's he's been here. He said it's I over. I know. I've been there. No, no, I, I no, 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 no. Are we over or under? Rest of the house does not count. It is okay, what yo. you do Tell with your own with your butox, and your butox are being wiped. With dudes, apparently, um, it's a whole thing. So, all right, for either, yeah, Trendy, yeah. I, I, I go to come over and tell her, tell us about the toilet paper thing. Uh, <laughs> she's like, "What? Come here, tell, tell her, come here. Come, come here, come oh, here." Oh no, this poor child! Don't, don't feed her. I love her name Nicolette Six. Nicolette Six. Yes. Nick, can you go into our bathroom and tell me if the toilet paper goes over or under? Because it's something that Joe thinks hey. is important. <laughs> that child is everyone right now. Like, why are you what making me fuck? do this? No, you got to go into our bathroom. You Your bathroom head. doesn't count. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's you use wipes. This is immaterial. I cannot add it to the tally. Joe Chuck, just wants to be able to stay with The doctor comes out when she's born and says, so you're a Motley Crue fan, right? And I said, well, I'm a photographer fan because Nikki's a photographer and all my kids are named after photographers. That's so cool. It was, wow. He's like, he looked at me like, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and you're proving it right now by making your child go and look at the toilet paper on air. Oh, she brought the whole roll out. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Oh my God. Show it. Everybody look. It's over. I love that she brought the whole thing with her. Okay, Nikki's the star of the show. Okay, all right. So, so, but Joe, I'm sorry, he's another. So we have another over, which we knew. I should have told him what what to say. (laughs) And we have we have we have we have a dude wiper. I please don't do not use this as the moment to become voluble in answering one of my questions. I don't want to know about your weird butt. I don't want. So look at look at Joe. Is Joe is shook. Shook, thank hey. you, thank you, poor child, for 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 <laughs> bringing over toilet hey. paper. That child, you know, you, you did not know you that she was being brought sugar. into the world for this, but there you go. Okay, so there you go. We 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 have a little bit of a shocker here. The 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 king of the over army in a project. We're not calling it a band. In a project with someone who is an other. It could have only been worse if he were an under, right, Joe? Yeah. Joe is shocked. My wife's an over. No, no. Your wife's not in the band. It doesn't count. Okay, so there we go, folks. We have it. We knew we're freaky. We knew where Joe was going with this, but now we know Chuck. 
just subverting expectations. He's an other. And I think that pretty much sums up this whole interview right now and is a good place for us to we are. wrap it up. <laughs> that that we've we've got we've got freaky things living up to the name. We've got we've got Joe who who barely thinks he's in it sometimes, apparently, and then we've got Chuck who doesn't know what's going on. Um and is not a musician, but that's okay because I'm a thing. um you are thing. Thing. it's true we've got freaky and we've got things no guys listen i really i want everybody because i know as loved as freaky things is in the community they could definitely use more support on their social media so please like follow subscribe most important go listen 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 and uh we will keep eyes and ears out for the halloween themed if not halloween timed ep that is coming up and um you know again once i, I it, it will have already come out by the time this is played but make sure you go and love up nightmare again because you heard how fucking awesome it is and freaky joe thank you for you know being such a huge supporter of the show and such a huge member of the community and chuck you have no idea just the the iceberg of weirdness that we have tipped for you this evening but maybe you have a little bit more of a sense now <laughs> it's pretty cool christina thank you this yeah, is thank you honestly this is amazing you're making Where's me greg you were talking greg? about stuff that i'm i mean seriously nobody's ever talked about my music like that before oh thank you oh look, look joe you got a you got an, a never before seen unboxing guest not, not live this is a greg sighting yeah i will stop I talking it. greg so you can say it say it Freaky. <laughs> that is the second bromance of the century. That right. that's it. Freaky and Greg just, you know, but no, Joe, you're and, and Freaky, uh, sorry, fuck the who the <laughs> Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. I'm going back to Chuck. We're gonna end it with Chuck. No, Chuck, I, I I really um it's it is such a pleasure to do this show because I actually get to listen to EPs and albums. I get to listen to everything and um, and I get to geek out on music with people who are great. So like, what better way could I possibly spend my time? But just don't be so surprised at how your stuff is landing with people because this is this community is supportive, but they also do want good music. So if they support something, they like it. And, uh, you know, and I really, I dig it. I love, I love what you guys are doing. And, um, I'm, I'm so glad you're going to keep going with this because, um, just from everything that I'm releasing, hearing released rather, even if it's older stuff as you release, you know, gold and now nightmare. Well, it's, it's new to you. Elevating again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is new to me. That's it's, it's true. It's true. It's new to me. But but no, really, guys, go go love them up, freaky things. Thank you both for being on the show. Thank Nikki and the toilet paper. We actually had a toilet paper appearance on the show. We are, you know, we were not going to skimp on the budget for season two, and I think you guys are seeing that now. We had an actual roll of toilet paper on the show. So that's it, guys. That's another Vox and guest in the books. We will see you next time. Bye. Thank you all. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>